open up TikTok and the first thing that shows up is fluffing a duck by Kevin McLeod. Oh my god. I, th- I think that's gonna be the intro song. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Restart Zone podcast, a podcast where a bunch of idiots go over a bunch of different racing news over the past couple weeks. I am Nexus Combat. I am joined by a couple of my also idiot friends. Uh, there's Aero Racing Design. Hi. Uh, Jesse Jordan. Hello. And uh, Bobber Yates. Baba Booey. Oops. Huh? Oh my god. Anyways, so this is a podcast where we go over a bunch of racing news. Um, F1, IndyCar, V8, Supercars, car, pretty much anything you can think of that has a motor, wheels, and a steering wheel. Except for MotoGP, because that has handlebars. But anyways, so um, if you want to, we can just get right into this um, with... Probably the biggest news that we've had in motorsports in the past, ever since 2013, whenever he left McLaren to go to Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton leaves Mercedes to go to Ferrari. Um, now, I think that this is probably the great, ever since I've been an F1 fan, it's probably the craziest bit of news that's dropped that I've been a part of, because I started watching in 2019. Um, and I think that this is just like, one of the most insane, I mean, crazy thing. Yes, huge. The, the hugest yeah, like, thing that I think we've ever seen. Because this is a seven time leaving a team, which he's won six of them with, who is he's essentially built to go race for Ferrari. It's almost on the same level as seven. And I think that. The, I mean, it, it, no, real, it's, I think it's more. I think it like, is. I think it's, I think it's bigger than that. More. And way bigger than that. Sorry. So, oh, it's but, a, yeah, it's it's yeah. Is this I, the, good? Could it possibly be the biggest driver move of all time? It really could be. It I may mean, be. It really, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it'd be maybe if Schumacher stayed until like you know 2009 at Ferrari, and then announced he was going to Mercedes. Maybe. Yeah, but but, but Schumacher came back from retirement, so that wasn't really dri- it was a driver no. move. But at the same time, it was like. Oh, he's just back. He didn't really leave Ferrari. This is Lewis leaving Mercedes. Yeah, no, this, makes, this is the biggest move in history, I think. And it also makes me wonder what we're thinking about, like what that team's going to look like for the foreseeable future. Like, n- not only who goes there, but how they're going to do this season. Because Lewis had that contract for this year, and then an option in twenty twenty five. So that makes me wonder that something's going wrong in that team to where Lewis is like, I need to get out of here. I I personally think that they're going to take a massive step back this year due to this. I've heard that the or seen that the car is just not good. It's it's slow. And well, like twenty twenty three esque slow. Maybe or like I mean, slower. It's slower. Oh, or not much, not as much improvement. Which yeah. Is, that's- I, I don't think Lewis wants to be in a stagnating team when he's got very few years left. Yeah, so. yeah. I th- and I think him going to Ferrari as a team on the rise is like a real because Ferrari's been on it recently. Twenty twenty two, I thought that I really think Charles was the only one that could compare to Max throughout most of the early part of the season. Uh, 
last year they're the only drive they're the only team that won a race other than Red Bull. And thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. We, we, yeah. we, they re, they repaid him by firing him. They're canning him. They're yeah, yeah, they to be fair to Ferrari. If you had to choose between Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz, I think I would go with Lewis. I, I'd I'm, choose Charles Leclerc. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but also, actually, like, though, Charles is there for a while. Yeah. Oh I yeah, think, no, for sure. They're very Twenty-nine, I think, is that new extension with them. It was a big extension. It was yeah. It was a, it was like, it's the biggest deal I think besides like Max, who's like probably lifetime. Max is oh, locked yeah. in until 2028 at the end of 2021, I think. Wow. That's a yeah. huge deal. That's insane. Unless he retires, which apparently... Which, is, he has which, which, which very much is possible. It's Good very day. possible. But, um, yeah, this is... Like, I feel... I really, like... As much as, like, I'm excited, I want to see... Like, I think Lewis... I don't think Lewis fits in it. Ferrari. Like, whenever Signs got announced that he was leaving McLaren to go to Ferrari, everyone was like, oh my god, Carlos Signs fits Ferrari. I don't see that with Lewis. Lewis Hamilton doesn't really fit, in my idea, the of like a Ferrari driver. Yes, but I feel like Lewis is going to change Ferrari a bit, because apparently he's going to bring a lot of people from Mercedes to Ferrari. So the team itself is going to see a lot of change, I think, with them. Man, this is... This is, this is just... Hopefully... I'm not saying I, this because I'm praying on somebody's downfall. This but is, hopefully... This is a... But hopefully Red Bull takes a massive step back because I kind of want to see what happens next year with Lewis and a Ferrari. Arlo's probably going to be at Sauber, which that's not going to improve much better this first year. Um, Mercedes completely different. Red Bull is probably going to be completely yeah. different. Everything's going to be different after this year. That also goes back to the contracts, which oh, yeah, there's, there's only, only like four or five drivers who are have contracts past 2024. Yeah. And even yeah, then, going... we've probably had the biggest silly season move already. Everything else is just going to be dominoes. Yeah, we're going into what could be the funniest, silly, the biggest silly season of, you know, in maybe F1 history. That's, it's it's insane, all the moves that could possibly be made. Which is Easily. funny. Especially, it's, it, especially it's the, real, go ahead. It's really funny no, to me, no, no. the season that we had just now, where nothing changed over the offseason. It's still the same 20 jars that took the great Abu Dhabi are writing. The calm um, before the storm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly really excited for next year. I can't wait. I'm excited for for next year. So I can't wait to see all the moves. I have never. I'm also very nervous because of for those listening who don't know who I am. Because let's be honest here, I don't have that many followers on Twitter. Um, I am a big Logan Sargent fanboy. He is my favorite F1 driver. I I will always support him. I am so nervous about next season because of how what this season's going to look out for us. But hopefully it performs well. But like this upcoming silly season will probably be the most hyped up silly season. It already is the most hyped up silly season I think I've seen in a while across all motorsports. But yeah. I think F1's just on fire right now, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. It's, it's only F1. like February 6th today, and it's just insane how many mm-hmm. things have come out. 
F one died and came. F one died and came back in then in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, it's just gonna be Max again, and oh, it's just gonna be another boring season, and then it's Lewis Hamilton goes to Ferrari. Everything oh, no. else that's happened over the past week and a half has been absolutely yeah. mind boggling insane. No, no, twenty twenty four will still be that. It'll still just be Max, but twenty five yeah, is where things twenty five is where things get really interesting and could completely yeah. change the landscape of the sport. Yeah. I I think I think I mean, I think the landscape's already changed because of how this has happened. Like, because it was so, like, I remember Arrow me kind of story about how we found out about this. Some random Twitter account tweeted out that Ferrari's plan A was to bring back, um, was to bring Lewis to Marinel. That was Ferrari's plan A. But we kind of passed off and I was like, hey, that's not real. Like, that's probably just some random rumor going around. And then the next morning, Sky F1 tweets out Lewis Hamilton's leaving from Ferrari. And we're like, oh my god. But it was so early in the morning that I don't think we processed it because I think me and Arrow both fell asleep. Yeah, I woke up like fairly early in the morning, like very early in the morning. Um, Looked at Twitter, saw that happen. So confused, didn't really think anything of it though. Went back to sleep, woke up later. My first thought was, was what I read real? Real? Was this not I, a dream? Like I, there's no way. It, it is probably the craziest move I think I've ever seen. And also, in my opinion, brings up the biggest question: Is will Ferrari be good next season? Because you have this, and also I think this is going to help Charles a. I think having that experienced veteran teammate that's not named Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> because no offense to Seb, but later in his career, whatever Charles was his team hate, he was spinning out every week. So that might be where he gets it from. That might be where he gets it from. <laughs> but uh, no, I think that with this veteran, this new veteran teammate, It'll push Charles more and more, and he will learn to make less mistakes from a guy like Lewis. It's so. like Lewis doesn't make mistakes. That's not, it's not him. He doesn't do that. The so only, I think okay. he'll help Charles's consistency. The he only, needs a lot of help. The only time I can think of Lewis ever really making a mistake that wasn't 50 50 was Germany in 2019. And that's the first race I ever watched. I think it was a qualifying crash he had in 2020. I think it was Austria. Oh, Austria. Yeah. No, that's but, fair. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's like, all I can remember. He, he very rarely makes mistakes. It's insane. Yeah. His consistency might be like some of like the like the best in just any sport ever. Like his yeah. his consistency is insane. That's what, two and five years? Imola 2021 as well. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, we, could, we could argue Silverstone on this podcast, no. but you know, do we really want to go there? I'm not uh, going to argue, but I think we all yet. agree Lewis is not, at fault for that. Not yet. Okay, there it is. Nope, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Hot take. Oh, yeah, 100% on the 100%. Anyway, you've just upset the cult, Arrow. You've just, say, you've just upset, and Bob, you've just a lot of said a lot of people. There goes half our viewing audience. Yeah, I'm going to say, speaking <laughs> of though, who's going to go to Mercedes now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, 
So got another top team with an open seat. A lot seat. of options. I think that there's let's let's just go over some of the options. I've seen um uh Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso, I think, is the leading candidate right now. Um I think Andrea Kemi Antonelli, the uh, academy driver, that's another guy, but that also depends on how he doesn't have two. Um, Botas is getting thrown around. I would love to see that. I w- I kind of missed out to Mercedes. Botas back, Botas back to Mercedes would be something. Oh, yeah, Botas um, is back, maybe. Mercedes never wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, they just had to make a decision. Yeah, and obviously um, with his poor performance at twenty one, yeah, it was kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, Vesti, I've seen thrown around a little bit. I've seen Albon. I've seen Ocon, which... I don't think that happens anymore. As much as I like Esteban, that's probably not going to happen. I think the thing with Vesti for me is I just he feels like one of those guys who's just going to get forgotten by his team. There's always going to be one development driver that's slightly better than him. Yeah. And they're going to prioritize him. That just happens a lot in F2, where it's like someone comes in, you think they're going to be great, and then he gets a rookie teammate the following year, and then he's, he kind of beats them or he's on pace with them, and then everyone forgets about that guy, and everyone's on this guy, and then the cycle repeats itself. Like he'll stay on the Mercedes ha- development yeah. team for, you know, three to four years, years, but nothing yeah. happens. He'll probably exactly. be like Drogovic, honestly. I still Which think I there's hate. a chance for Drogovic, honestly. Yeah. but Drogovic um, in the Mercedes, I could see. Or the Aston and, Martin, at least, if Fernando goes. Yeah. If Fernando yeah. goes and Carlos uh, Carlos doesn't go to Aston, which I have that happening, uh, I think yeah. it's Drogovic that goes to Aston Martin, for sure. Yeah. Another person that I think I completely forgot about that is apparently linked to Mercedes is the guy who was replaced at Ferrari is Carlos Sainz. So that's going to be that's oh, gonna be cool. a very odd... That's going to be a just very a ride odd swap? teammate. Yeah, essentially. No, yeah, just, just a complete ride swap. That's gonna be very yeah. odd though, because I think yeah. I think it's gonna be very odd. It's gonna be very odd for both like me seeing Carlos and a Mercedes because I'm so used to him at a Ferrari, and even then, whenever the rumors were going that he was gonna leave Ferrari, I immediately pictured him at Sauber. I don't see Mercedes. I just can't see him as Mercedes. And also, I think that's just a really weird teammate pairing of George Russell and Carlos. For me, I don't know if I see anyone at Mercedes besides Lewis. So I, I think no matter who it's going to be, it's going to be weird. Yeah, Lewis is Lewis oh, is kind yeah. of just the face of Mercedes. Like him leaving is is like crazy. And also, it's they insane. haven't. Also, to remember, Mercedes has never had or never hired a driver that wasn't a development driver for them. At one point, mm-hmm. That's um, because true. Uh, um, I mean, I guess besides Rosberg and Schumacher, then yeah. they got a. I guess and then Lewis. I think both no, I think Botas was um Williams. Well that was also was before both yeah. Actually I think George is the okay. first one that they've done this with <laughs> I think really? he's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Well, because Verline both went to Manor. Ocon and Verline then went to Salver, Ocon's still at Alpine. Um yeah. I think so. Okay. I mean, unless you want to count McLaren Mercedes as a as Mercedes, but yeah, yeah. So, know. but I think I think it is the first time. Yeah, I was gonna say because isn't wasn't Lando a Mercedes driver before he went to McLaren and then just stuck at McLaren, or was he always a McLaren developer? He was always McLaren. Oh, okay. He, I thought, he joined, I thought it was a Mercedes. He joined the in seventeen, I think, and then he that that was deep into the Honda partnership. That was the last year of it. Yeah. But yeah. So what an um, era. <laughs> 
It's apparently happening again. That's apparently a rumor. Is that? Oh God. McLaren might be going back to I, Honda. I did see that. Yeah. I mean, or, Honda's in a much better place than they were in 2018. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so weird that that it was like McLaren. Whenever they were with McLaren, they were awful. Like they were the worst engines on the grid. As soon as they went to Red Bull, immediate improvement. Like it was so much better. Anything but, was an improvement for that Renault. That is true. And then, yeah. Then so. they started actually figure something out, and then yeah, it was all of a sudden one of the better engines. But but yeah, I don't so, know what um, was going on in that era, the McLaren era. Little little bit back on topic. Who do you all think is going to go to Mercedes? So everyone's um. All right, I'm going to go with the name that hasn't been thrown up. Uh, I think even though he said he's still in contract, I think Alex Albon will be released from Williams a year early and go. To Mercedes. Jesse, personally, I, I, I want I want it to be Carlos as as bad, you know, like really bad. I really do. I want it to just be a complete ride swap. But I honestly think it's probably going to be uh, Fernando. I think Fernando finishes his career out at Mercedes, and yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I also have Fernando at uh, Mercedes. I think he'll just take that, and then Carlos drops to Aston and takes his ride, and then that just whole cycle happens. That's just how the domino falls, I guess. You know what I mean? I think Carlos goes... I think think him to Audi rumors are legit. I think he definitely goes to Audi. Yeah. I mean, Um, is is that still happening? Like, is that still going to be, like, a huge thing? Yeah. Or is Audi actually, like, joining the sport? I thought they were, like, having issues. No, will, uh, it was think Porsche each... that was like that because Porsche was supposed to oh, join okay. and then they dropped out. Audi's still joining, like one hundred percent. But um, but uh, um, I think Audi said that they they're even willing to shut down like all of their other motorsport programs. That's insane. That's what it's which, insane. But even even Honda's doing that. Like they're considering pulling out of IndyCar to That's put, put more focus on their F one program. That's true. But mm-hmm. um, for me. I agree with Arrow. I think it's going to be Alex Albon. Because even though like Albon is under contract, James Vallis has said that he will not stand in his way for him to go to Mercedes or wherever he wants to go. If he gets a better ride offer, he's not going to stand in his way. Now, But that also does bring the question if he wants to leave Williams because he says he really likes the team there. He really likes what's going on there. But also, I think, would you... I say this as a Williams fan... Would you rather drive for Williams, which has never, which hasn't shown a lot of upfront pace, is just sort of getting back up there, or would you drive for Mercedes, who have won nearly everything in the past decade except for the past three years, who is slowly might be starting to climb back up? That brings the question up to me. So I mean, it's just yeah, I want to see him build Williams back up, but I think if he wants to, you know. Win races in his prime, he has to go to Mercedes. Yeah. Also, part of me is hoping that he will go to Mercedes because that would take slogan. Because I think that with that happening, they will not want to have a brand new driver lineup for the next year and then have immediately to go to the new regs. So I think they want to stick. I think they honestly want to stick with their current lineup, but we'll have to see how Logan performs this year. But yeah, so. Uh, I'll, I'll, well, I'll just have to see how Mercedes performs, or Williams performs as a whole. 
see where you know, say, Williams is like really close to Mercedes in performance, and maybe that's not worth the move. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Because if Mercedes yeah. drops down to like the fourth or fifth best team, and Williams can move up a position or two to be the you know, fifth or sixth best team, that I don't think that's a worthy move to make if you're Albon. Yeah, it's it bring it's it just really all depends on what this year holds. If Williams yeah. takes a step back and Mercedes, then I don't see I see Alex going. But if they're almost neck and neck, which to be honest, with how much and Williams has improved. With how Albon was going, and even with how Sargent was getting on at the end of the year, they were kind of like right there in the middle of the midfield. And with Mercedes, with Lewis leaving, questions about if that car is going to be really good. That could be something that we have to look out for. But I think it's going to be very, very interesting. But um, anyways, switching. Yeah, it's gonna be very fun. This this up this upcoming. I'm so excited for F1 this season. I'm I'm so excited for this season, which has already started. But this is gonna be great. Um, but um, anyways, on to a different motorsport. Um, V8 supercars. I don't. Even what is know going on in Arabic? What is happening? We I've have... never seen a team collapse this much over three or four months. Not even. It's not even three or four three months. Or four, it's been about it, three or four weeks. Three? No, like I'd say three days. Because the Kaseki news came out what, like last two, last Tuesday. Yeah, I guess it's been about a week. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, they insane. literally. I mean, they won the championship in November, I th- or November or December, and now here they are with an unsponsored car with it, two relatively unproven drivers and no hope essentially going into next season like what happened like they because they also went from like nothing to everything in like a split second because me and arrow found this out because we kind of are just now getting into supercars all me jesse and arrow are um we all kind of figured this at the same time because didn't win his first race until last season and he won the freaking championship i wasn't even really close yeah, like, no, like Shane was close, but that's about it. Yeah, if Shane just would have had a better middle part of the year last year, he would have been there. But if he didn't get but, disqualified at a uh, Newcastle, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that happened. Yeah, but no, it's gonna be. It it's just so weird to me how a team could collapse so quickly because as soon as Shane or as soon as Brody got kicked kicked we don't no one knows it's as soon as announced that he's not going to be in the car for bathurst at least bathurst but yeah um it was like instant like shaw and partners left they've been with that team for ages they were back when whenever they were with booth still coke left left. like Um, so many different the team is now offering like refunds to fans and stuff for what has been happening recently yeah they're shutting down their membership programs and like, yeah. it's, it's insane. Is Nothing. it fair to say that we're going to see Erebus return, uh, run mid-pack to back of the grid this year? I wouldn't be shocked if they don't exist by the end of the year. Yeah, honestly. Like, but, or at least they're maybe down to one car, because I, I don't think Todd Hazelwood's not like he's good, but I don't think he's good enough to help lead a dying team. Yeah, yeah no. LeBrock. I don't. I feel so bad for those guys. Honestly, I really do. Because, like, of course, bro, I feel bad for Brody because this. 
according to Scott McLaughlin, the team's not the sport's not protecting the drivers, and that's yeah, what's this, happening with Brody right yeah, now. Yeah, this I this has that, apparently happened somewhat before, according right. to Scott, where it's a he, thing where it's a thing with the media where the team says something, the driver doesn't even get a chance to say anything, and the sport picks it up immediately and backs the team. Yeah. Yeah. Erebus probably isn't allowing Kasvecki to say anything on the situation. Yeah, yeah, and because I think it happened because Scott said it happened to him in like thirteen, I think, like right before he went to Stone. But yeah, so like yeah. this is just like but that's that's the weirdest part of the situation that you just brought up. Next is that he's still under contract; that he's yeah. still there. They're just not allowing him to drive. Which, which I, either they're not allowing him to drive, or he's refusing to drive for them. No, it's not quite clear what's happening. Which I'd like to just say, with how we know how much he does this, and he's tried it before, the fact that Supercars has lost their two best drivers last year to NASCAR is insane. Yeah, to Shane went over there. Brody, that is assuming that Brody potentially makes a move, which could happen. He will at this point. Yeah, I think he well because Erebus was supposed to make Cup starts next year. Yeah, and. Then, I remember Kyle Busch was supposed to make a supercar start next year for Erebus. Like, yep. is that happening still? I don't. I mean, I hope so, that. but and like, like how and like how much has changed? It's probably not. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they put Brody in the thirty-three for multiple races this year. Yeah. Well, Brody probably wouldn't be allowed to drive anything else. If Erebus is probably like, you know, if you don't want to drive for us, and you can't drive for anyone. Yeah, I mean, no, what's no. the worst? So what's we don't the worst? Want to lose you. What's the worst that could happen if Brody does decide mid-season that hey, I want to go jump across the pond and go run NASCAR races? Erebus really can't do anything. Mm. I mean, I guess they could sue him for breaking contract. This yeah. is a fair, fair point. Fair point. Yeah, but like, it's just, it's insane. I, I don't think I've ever seen a team collapse this quickly. Yeah, it's, I mean, the pictures from their test, it's it's depressing. But their car, it, it, it's a black and white unsponsored it's a, car. It's, a it's, black it's, like and the, white. it's like what the Erebus car used to look like. Yeah, it's a black and white car with that ugly ass Erebus logo. I hate that. <laughs> it's so bad. But it's just insane. From winning the championship, having one of the best, really, breakout seasons with Brody Kostecki, to possibly to having no sponsors, they're star drivers in a big contract dispute with them, and they might not exist by the end of the year. Like, I don't they know. They lost what everything. Yeah, they it went from like on top of the world to nothing in like seconds. It's insane. And now that opens up the championship completely because mm-hmm. there is no one who is an established championship contender in the series. I'm gonna get there's Mark Winterbottom, but he's not as good as he once was. You yeah. know the only uh, one, and the only one that was even team. close. The only one that was even close to that last year that could be considered, and he wasn't even a championship contender. Contender was Brock Feeney. I mean, yep. he's my pick just because he's the he's the only one that can. He's proven that he can win races a lot. I mean, Will Brown was good at the beginning of last season, then fell off a cliff at the end. Yeah. Brock Feeney, uh, yeah, that doesn't get talked about enough. That Brock, that not Brock Feeney, that Will Brown was leading the championship. At one point in the year, at closer to the middle point of the year, mm-hmm. yeah, into town, into Townsville, he was yeah. leading. He I was leading the championship. I think it was when Kostecki completely swept the weekend. 
that yeah, was kind yeah, of the turning point. Which of it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was I, also apparently where the dispute between Kostak and Erebus began. Was that weekend when he swept? That's kind of funny. That's yeah. insane. You you do good. So then I wonder Go I wonder on. what that what that was like if he if Brody went immediately after that and was like, hey, I want extension, and Erebus just didn't want to give it to him. Yeah, I don't know how that would have went. No, it's just I don't even have words for it. It's just like the most insane thing that I've ever seen. It's the most biggest downfall since honestly I can't remember because even like whenever big manufacturers have left F one or when big teams have left NASCAR, it was kind of more of a progressive downfall. Like you haven't seen a team, with, I mean, I guess to a lesser extent, Furniture Row and NASCAR wins a yeah, championship in yeah, seventeen. Very then, close in eighteen, and then and then it's gone. Yeah, but like that was more that was more politics on Joe Gibbs more than anything, though. So yeah, yeah. That, was, that first row died because of politicking. Arab is yeah. just self destructed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I, it brings up because I assume. Erebus will not exist by the end of the year. What does that mean for I, Hazelwood and... I, I assume Kostecki will be happy. I, but I, Hazelwood and LeBrock is just... I don't know what's going to happen to them. I would assume that that they will survive through the year and then try to get somebody that, you know, bigger in the uh, in silly season. Nick Perkett. Um, Nick, no. God, no. No. I don't know who they would even Jack go Smith. at. Who they would... Yes, yeah, yes, Jack, we need yes, Jack Smith back. Yes, we need our Jack Smith Saturdays. That's what we need. No, I really don't. Need, I don't even know who they would be able to go after to try to get that would be enticing enough that, and even for them, if there is somebody that would be enticing enough, why would they want to go to Erebus? You've just seen what's happened with Brody Kostecki. Why would you want to go there? Awesome. There's two. I was gonna say there's two things that I could think of for Erebus, and it's either I think they can stick with. They're two drivers now, Hazelwood and LeBrock. They are good drivers, but I wouldn't say they're any more, anything more than just good. Mm-hmm. Or, or I, I mean, I guess there's always a chance that they could work something out with Kostecki so he can at least run the rest of the races. Because yeah. he's obviously good enough to win races. But I, yeah, no, it, it's just such a confusing situation. Yeah. Yeah. We're finding out new things every day about it. Yeah. Watch this. As soon as we release this podcast, everything's going to come out, and it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's morning in Australia right now. At yeah, recording. Yeah. Start re- start refreshing Twitter, Arrow. No, <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen a team self-destruct this quickly. But um, anyways, that is the end of the V8 Supercars talk. Um, now on to uh, Unfortunately, there's not a lot of IndyCar news, so I think we might have to skip IndyCar this week. We'll get back to it next week with there's more news if there's Go Scotty Mack. No. What? Scott McLaughlin. Anyway. Anyways, on to, we had our first 2024 Cup race that night, um, with the Clash, and it was a race. Our, it was a race. A race. Honestly, I think this proves what all the old heads are saying and the fact that it needs to be back at Daytona. I'm and gonna wholeheartedly disagree with that. I I don't don't think I've ever been more disinterested in a race. I think other than Watkins Glenn I mean, last year. The race I, was I don't think no matter for me no, ma- 
I'm going to say, for me, no matter where the Clash is, I don't think I'm really going to be interested in it. Well, yeah, but also, like, no, because Dale Jr. Like- had a podcast clip earlier today, and it's like, the the Clash was like this big event. Like, everyone who says that the Clash means nothing, has he say they never won that race. The Clash used to be this big event. It was the start of Speed Week. It was the start of the season. It was everything that was leading up. It was essentially the prelude to the 500. And now it's just a freaking race that they held in a coliseum. Which, also, I'd like to say, the fact that they had to push it back and they just canceled everything was really... I understand why they did it, but I think they could have went across with it better because there was a lot of guys that I think had good cars that got robbed because of final practice. There's really nothing they could do. Because it's still raining think, in LA right now. I think they made the right decision moving the race forward to 8 o'clock on Saturday night because it worked. It worked. You got the race in, and even then, and even with that, you got the Mexico Series race in before yeah. it started raining. Now, if so we want to I, talk about the, a good race, let's talk about the Mexico Series race. I had that written yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. That race was great. That was... that. I, I honestly like to start watching the Mexico Series more. I think I that's why that's my biggest thing for like keeping the clash in LA is so we can have that race. Those cars are so hooked up for that racetrack. It's insane. They're it's fantastic. They're literally, I think the best comparison is late models. Yeah, it's, just like, a, it's just a little late model. If they bring yeah. it back, let's bring the cars tour West to yes. you know, let's bring the Mexico series back. Um, let's, I mean, in the truck series for a race, I don't know. You got to do something more than just the one yeah. race. Yeah, honestly, no, I wouldn't say the truck series. No, yeah, no, definitely not the truck series. Too many trucks. No, no not even that. I don't like. I don't want like that to be the. I think the fact that we have three races, the first races of each season is Daytona for almost all of them. That even then, it's the first points race for the Cup Series. I think yeah. that's perfect. But you do I do like. I'm gonna say Friday night. Do the car store race. You know, that whole thing. I think you can keep it a one-day show for all series. The Friday is all-car store. Saturday, all-Mexico series. And then Saturday or Sunday is all-Cup series stuff. Yeah. I think it's doable. I also like the format. Instead of the heats, just have it be, you know... And I like the heats, but I think the heats need to stay as as its own thing. I think think single-car qualifying. Single-car qualifying and then a last-chance shootout. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I didn't, wasn't really interested in it throughout the entire thing. I had more fun watching the Mexico series race, but I don't know. Apparently the rumors are that they're leaving new uh, LA anyway. They're going to Mexico. I kind of want to, I want to see them go to, um, Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez. That is why. Nah, El Dorado or Potosino. Potosino. Two really cool. But, uh, yeah. So, um, no, so, uh, Denny Hamlin won. He beat our favorite drivers. He definitely did. I'm so My sad. My favorite driver didn't make the show. Anymore. I mean, neither did mine. You're fine. Hey, my, my driver <laughs> made it. He just kind of. My, my driver was keep... a menace to society. Yeah, kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. No, I, so, um, and honestly, I will say this every single year that the, um, that the uh, the clash has been in L.A. The drivers went on to have one of their best career seasons because, of course, Logano won the first one. He won the championship twenty two. 
Truex won last year, and he had one of his best seasons. Completely fell apart in the playoffs. He had one well, of his I'm best gonna, seasons until the playoffs. Until the playoffs. I'm going to say something that I don't know if it's ever been said. Could this be Denny's year? Wow, right. that's a that's a wow. bold take. Who knows? Oh, that's a huge bold take, Arrow. Wow, I can't believe Arrow. you just said that. Who knows? That's insane. I can't believe men's, it. men's jinx to the rest of the season, the rest of his career. <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna be exact. I'm I don't know. Who knows? Because I think that Denny could potentially it, it it's looking like it could be his year. Honestly, I think he needs to go back. I think he needs to take back what he said and still keep on saying, "I beat your favorite driver." Because that is perfect. Because we nah, need... his dad don't like it though. His but, dad right. doesn't like it, and he and even and even Denny said it. He he said jokes are funnier the first time anyway. Well, I think he could have continued in a way where you know, obviously Bristol said, "I beat your favorite driver." Amazing. He could have just said, you know, today, you know, and by the way, I beat your favorite driver, and then after yeah. a while, just going on to say, "You guys know what I did," or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty it's, good. Yeah, that'd be right, cool. But, but Denny, I don't know. I really, I don't. I mean, I mean, I, personally... I'm going to link you guys a video to prove that it's not Denny Hamlin's year. It's made by, I have 40 wins, and it's oh, called no. 018. <laughs> nope. 018, the Denny Hamlin uh, retrospective. Okay? It's going to happen again. He's going to go 019. I, no, that's a great Denny, YouTube video, by the way. I do recommend it is, watching yeah. it. It's a fantastic the YouTube video. The crazy thing with Denny, though, to me, is he's consistently one of the best drivers on Cup. Every yeah. year, he's top five, maybe even top three. He, he's the he's new Mark Martin. He's never even won a regular season, like, non-playoff championship. Like, he's never earned yeah, the most no, points over a season. Is it he's, safe he's to say that Denny, is the, that Denny is the greatest non-championship winning driver oh, of all easily. time? Easily. It's, he's way better than Mark. And, uh, as much as no, that's a disrespect. No. To, no. He, he's got more wins, more jewels. He but, just doesn't have that one thing that eludes him. He's not going to be happy with this. Yeah, he's just going to see this clip and he's going to hate Benny, us. Benny has <laughs> like 15 more wins, three Daytona 500s, bunch of, I think it's like three Southern 500s now. He's, he has uh, every crown jewel you can pick yeah, up. the Brickyard. Yeah. Yeah. Which he should have well, wanted to win. He's going to win it this year. This is going to win it this year. Um. It's, yeah, it's, it's, he's uh, the best without a championship. I have a question: Has Denny Hamlin even won a regular season title? No, he, he was close in twenty twenty one. Yeah, he lost in twenty twenty one because Briscoe dumped him, right? Yeah, because Briscoe dumped him in twenty one. I remember he that. It's crazy to think how good he. It's crazy to think how good he was that year, considering Larson had like six like, wins up to that point. Everyone looks at that year as Larson's year, but Kyle Larson didn't take the points lead until like three or four races before the playoffs. Denny yeah. led for the majority of that season. Yeah, just because Denny was more consistent, but Larson won more. So it's just kind of like... Well, as soon as the playoffs hit, Larson went on a tear and won like five of ten races. So. But Denny also Jimmy did Johnson's two style. races. Wait, did yeah. he finish second in regular season points in 2022? Or did he not? Uh, No, he finished like sixth. It was a very... Poor season. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm gonna chase second in 2020. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because Kevin was another level that year. Yeah, yeah. It was John, weird that, that 2019 was seen as like a kind of a resurgence for Denny. It's weird to think that there was a time where he wasn't a top driver in Cup. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even like 2018. Still, was not a bad year. He just did not win a single race. Like, if you look at the statistics, it's a good year for any driver. Any driver would love to have a type of year like that. But, you know, he just didn't win that one race he needed to win, which he almost won multiple times. Yeah. And it's just, we have, I, I don't know. 
Denny is. By uh, by but back to the uh, is he the best rider to win a championship? By his own admission, he's not. He has said on occasions that Mark is still. But better. he said this weekend that he likes being the best driver to never win a championship. Oh, well, <laughs> no. never never mind. Denny, Denny Hamlin goes back and forth between yeah. being. He was saying like he as much goes. As... He's the most flip floppy driver ever, and I love it. I think he said that as much as he would like to win a championship, it's not his goal for two reasons. He wants to chase wins more than anything. He wants to hit 60 wins, 70 wins, more than championship. And oh he'd rather be the best driver to never win a championship than a driver who has won a championship. If he okay, wins I, I have more a question to that, though. Kyle. Yeah, I have a question to that, though. Does that, does that really prove how illegitimate the sports become with the championship? Oh, that you would, rather, you would rather win more races than you would, you know, win a championship. Well, I also I mean, think it, I also think that he just wants to win. I think winning is his top uh, priority. It doesn't. The championship doesn't mean any much of anything anymore, unless it's a dominant one where you win yeah, it and like everyone Waterson, knows yeah, you like won it. Twenty twenty one. The last two yeah. championships. The last two championships have felt like really boring because, like, it's just like, oh wow, look at this guy. He's been the best all year, and then it just doesn't happen because like we didn't, some Penske driver shows up. We didn't talk uh, about this driver Ryan. at all. And then, oh wow, he's a champion. But where did he like you? You're not. You don't believe back to back years. Yeah. You're never going to look back at Brian Blaney's championship and think, wow, that was such a good year for him. Now, or funny, Joey Logano's either you're championship. Think, you're so, no, you, know been Byron. you know what's funny? Yeah. If it would have been opposite, if it would have been 2022 would have been Blaney, I could still, that could have been an easy case to make. Yeah, because Blaney, Blaney got second. was so oh, good in 22. No, yeah, Blaney was awesome that year. But th- but then he kind of did nothing this year. And I, then think, he, I think it's what's going to happen with the, the way these playoffs are. Is you're going to have a lot of drivers Win championships like Chase Elliott didn't deserve twenty twenty championship, but he's still a champion of the sport because you know a deserved champion of the sport because he of twenty twenty two when he was by far yeah. the best driver that year. So are um, we gonna like, go back to this like era where it was like you, you remember what Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canouse used to do where they used to just basically just sit through the regular season, just kind of collect points every once in a while and 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 and, and go through it and then what Blaney did. Yes, but no, at the same time, because you can't really just sit around and do nothing because you have to earn playoff points. Playoff points. Blaney yeah. just didn't yeah. have a great season. He besides... had one race. He had two races where he showed up. It was Gateway and the Coke 600, which, by the way, were two very great races and obviously showed he had you know some speed. And then he just disappeared for the most have, of regular season. If you get have a 2022 season with the 2023 playoffs, then he's a, he's easily deserving champion. I think. I think he is the champion just based off of that alone. Because Chase collapsed in the 22 playoffs. Yep. Yeah. So. But um, yeah. No, I. It really don't know what's going on with I. I do think that Arrow has a point with the fact that is it just proving that the championship is that illegitimate now because Denny. Doesn't want to win. So I, I think that it's a point of he wants to win races. He wants to win as much as he can before he slows down, which he hasn't really shown a lot of. Like, yeah. Like even after, like even after Kevin's best season ever, twenty twenty, he slowed down a lot. Like he was still amazing. Like still easily one of the best drivers twenty twenty one. Twenty two and was still really good in twenty three. But 
he was easily slowing down. I had not seen that out of Daniel. I, I feel like that's I feel like that's uh, for Kevin a lot more an SHR slowly falling off. That is also true. Than anything, because yeah. the only drivers for SHR that have shown anything since 2020, whenever Harvick dominated, was Kevin, um, Chase Briscoe. Briscoe for one race. Bri- no, Bri- no, Briscoe's for- playoffs in 2022. Briscoe for 2022. Was Briscoe was pretty good at 22. And then that one, those one random races where Amarola showed up and was dominant. Mainly New oh Hampshire. God, Martinsville, Martinsville, too. He almost shocked yeah. the world. It was yeah. crazy. I was I was so... I, as much as I wanted Blaney to win that race, I was so cheering for Amarola. Wouldn't it have been if Amarola won that race and Byron would have missed the playoffs? Something, Something like, that. like that. I think so. Um, yeah. Or missed the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, eh, wouldn't have mattered anyway. He wouldn't have won the title. So, I mean, give Eric his win. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I think speaking of four drivers. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we I think oh, we need to go to oh. a pretty, I, I don't want to say big controversy, but. Funny one? It, it's definitely the funniest it, controversy. It, it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of messed up, and it's kind of weird. So, for those who don't know, um, there's a. Drive, well, everyone knows because you're listening to this podcast unless you're an F1 fan or something like that that doesn't know a lot about NASCAR. There is a female driver named Natalie Decker. Now, Natalie Decker had a um, had a sponsor throughout most of her early career called N29. What did, what did they do again? I don't know. They do it, things. They do things. It's, called, it's N29. We're just going to say N29. And sponsored her from her first couple of starts in ARCA all the way to trucks, all the way throughout her career. But recently, they kind of stepped back and know what happened. But then they randomly showed up on the side of Kaz Grawlis, number 15, Rick Ware Racing, Ford, at the Clash. Which everyone was kind of like, oh, okay, um, that's kind of cool because everyone's like Natalie and Kaz are really good friends. They did a lot of sponsor stuff together whenever Hot Screen was sponsoring Kaz Xfinity. A bunch of different things. They always post each other on Instagram. Really, They seem like really good friends. Well, that was until a couple of days ago. February or yesterday, whenever we're recording this. February 5th, 2024. So, someone, Natalie Decker tweeted out something about a new logo. And someone responds with, why is N29 on a cup car without you in it? You quit driving? Natalie responds with, I didn't quit. There's a lot of support. I'm not the first driver in this sport to get a sponsorship stolen. I want to be in the car as much as possible, working every day to find sponsors in 2024. And then there's apparently going to be a YouTube video coming out soon um, about the story. But according to... um, I believe Nate Blastow is his name. He is a um, he is a uh, big PR guy for guys like Joe Graff and all that. Um, he tweeted out something, and it was a really, really odd thing. Like it was like, no, this isn't the first time this has happened before, but like, it's really messed up. And according to what like he has said, it is 100% sounding like Kaz was just friends with her to steal her sponsors, which is actually really messed up, but not, that's not been proven yet. No. It's, so. And it's also hard to say because a lot of, so apparently N29, Broodbush and Generator are all essentially the same company and they've been kind of sponsoring all over the place recently. But a lot of times with Kaz 
and then recently going to front row. But yeah, um, because Cass has had Rudebush for forever, it feels like as his yeah. main sponsor. I think 20, 2020, I think. No, 21. 21, because he made that one truck start with Rude Bush on the car at, uh, I think, uh, at Ohio. I don't know. But no, it's just, here it is, I found it. So, um, someone tweeted out that nothing was stolen. Um, Carl Rude Bush owns Generator and has sponsored Cast for a year. And then Nate, Nate Blasdale responds with, Sponsors move on from drivers all the time, but this situation was pretty effed. Carl was not partnered with Cass prior to his friendship with Natalie, and it's clear that there was only one goal in the mind the entire time. Note, this is not the first time either. Um, and then it kind of got to the point where everyone was like, oh, maybe they did the same with Todd, but Todd's was different. Uh, but yeah, no, this everyone is like... Likes Todd. Everyone likes Todd. Everyone likes Todd. Everyone likes Todd. Everyone likes Todd. But like, it got to the point where like a lot of people were like just throwing the big question marks out about um like what is happening and hopefully we get answers because this is slowly becoming one of the a pretty big conspiracy theory with so many different theories out already and yeah, this is gonna this is gonna end up on a nascar iceberg one day oh god oh god I, oh, yeah, no I, I yeah, 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 yeah yeah nascar <laughs> iceberg oh my god that's, but, uh, that's gonna be so funny but, um, but uh yeah honestly i don't think the deep think, dark of the NASCAR iceberg. Did Kaz Grawl <laughs> still Natalie Decker sponsor? Yeah, Kaz I guess I'll find out whenever Decker uploads his YouTube video she was talking about. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, um, so we have notes for the topics we want to go over. And if you come up with more stuff, um, I put for this Kaz Grawl sponsor steal. So, but yeah, so we've, um, it's just, it's going to be one, of, it's going to be on the iceberg. Like that's I'm already convinced of this. So, but um, I can't wait for the Darian video to come out next week. <laughs> oh my god, please do it. We. Oh my god, this is going. Darian, please. <laughs> I can't wait for the. I can't wait for the mediocre ten minute video. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> no, I love Darian. Darian makes good content. We've nah, decided, he's chill. He's chill. We've we've decided to upset everyone today. I see. <laughs> We have opinions too. <laughs> we have opinions. <laughs> We're upset. Everyone clicked off the podcast. We're not getting any more listeners. You've been gone since my the bad, comments guys. earlier. That is my true bad, guys. But, There's no one watching right now. We're just talking to fucking Eric. Any? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Arca. Arca. Um, slightly different from NASCAR, but not really. It's both under owned by NASCAR. Basically um, NASCAR. Basically I don't think NASCAR. we were going to stay on this long either. Um, but I think we should say this. And honestly, I think we can mention it for Xfinity too. Arca has oh, 50 yeah. drivers attempting Daytona. Where did yeah. they come from? Who? <laughs> like, how? Who? What? Who? what? Why? Uh, yeah. I mean, because it's, it's not like there's big teams that are in it. It's just a lot of smaller teams. Ooh. Yeah, Like, a lot of the very small teams you typically see in ARCA are, are bringing Cooper 3 cars, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, And then you got Shane Van Gisbergen in the race, which is just really cool. Yeah. yeah. He, has uh, a, he wouldn't, you know the crazy part about it. Yeah, he wouldn't be running that race if Xfinity or NASCAR didn't, you know, make him have to run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
When you brought up the fifty, uh, when you brought up the fifty uh, drivers running Arca, I refer to the Gavin Newton tweet. Our friend, uh, friend Gavin, he's uh, he, he tweeted out me when I watch fifty Arca drivers for Daytona qualifying, and half of them are our D clients trying to make the show. Needless to say, yeah. I will be an anxious mess watching it. <laughs> yeah, no. it's so funny. So uh, I'm just gonna go over some of the. Speaking uh, pretty... of Gavin, we need. Uh... Sorry, oh, that's, of he Gavin. should be a good. He will if be he a good. Does Gavin. Listen. He, if he's listening, Gavin, if Gavin, you're listening, come on is, the pod. When is Gav Arca coming back? Oh God! <laughs> I was I was trying <laughs> to make business deals here. You're just I'm making business. I'm upsetting deals. everybody today. Upsetting everybody. Whatever. All right, we're fine. I want, I want to know. When, I want to know when the greatest iRacing league is coming back. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm just going to go... That would be another topic of discussion for the pod. I was gonna go, yeah. When, oh how did God. we do in our leagues this week? When, when did we When did we bring up the Coke series? Uh, <laughs> after after they actually race with real paint schemes. Because those are... Side note, before I go on to this. Those are racing cars that they are forced to run are the ugliest things I've ever seen. Yeah. What are we doing here? Anyways. We'll, get, we'll learn about schemes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh I, oh, I can't wait for the KHI cars to get released. They're going to be terrible, I hate to tell you. Oh, really? Oh, no, I oh, haven't seen them, but, but I, I would assume probably. We need more, we need, like, iRacing parents to start making cup cars, because I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a really bad iRacing paint scheme that's not based off a cup car. But, um, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, so, I'm just going to go over some of the uh, pretty big names, or at least guys that I think stand out from this. Um, Andres Perez Delares riding the two car, Willie Mullins, Dale Quarterly, LeVar Scott, Eric Cardell, Sean Cora, Ed Pompa's back. Armani Williams is driving for Carl Long. Um, Chris Wright, 15. That's weird that they're entering a narco race. Uh, Marco Andretti is driving for um, in the 17. He's making a bunch really, of Arca starts, right? Yeah, it's really weird. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, Tanner Gray driving for JGR. Jake Finch, James Finch, owner of Phoenix. I'm. I really, really like Jake Finch. I really want to see what he does. Amber Balkin is in the 22 full time, which is really weird because I don't think our Veneries ever ran the 22. Uh, Tony Bryanger, Tim Richmond, Isberg in the 28. Justin Bonsignor, modified champion. He's running for Reed Jones in the 30. Um, Christian Rose is back with uh, AM. I'm so happy. Uh, Greg Van Oss is back in the 35, which is weird because I thought he was done with Arca. Um, Brad Smith, of course, is back. Gustine's in the 55 for Venturini. Scott Melton. Andy J. Andy Chick. Brian Dawson's in the 75. Um, Jason Kitzmiller is also back in the 97. Brayton Laster's in the 95. Actually, I think it's the 91 now. Dale Shear's back. Uh, Takuma Koga's in the 01. Uh, Leyland Honeyman. Uh, Xfinity driver, he's running the O2 for Young's, which is an Xfinity team. Alex Clubs in the Nicolopolis. Patrick Emerling's making uh, some trucks, some market starts this year. And that's about all I have. So, um, And on to a side note of what, 46 for Xfinity, but that entry list isn't out yet? Yeah, the Xfinity bump day, if you will, will be, uh, I think, just as entertaining as Arca. Yeah. Actually, yeah. more because I think you might have more competitive but teams. I, I don't know the last time that we we had this many drivers attempt an arc race. 
point twelve, honestly, probably. Is that that was well, when you were getting like forty three cars for every race. No, what was that one? Was it oh eight or oh nine Rockingham when they had fifty three drivers or something? Like what was that race? Yeah, I don't remember that, but wouldn't shock me. It was, Arca was big that. in that era. Yeah. Um. What race was that? I don't. I'm. Rockingham always got because it was the finale for Arca for the longest time. But I remember like there was like fifty three cars. Uh, one race for Arca. Uh, let me find it. Uh, fifty cars, two thousand eight. They were going to um, equal that. Yep. And even, but also two D and Q. So, but um, I just had a very, 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 very bad idea. I'm hatching fifty if we just cars at Daytona. Daytona. That's going to be no, horrible. no. <laughs> oh my god! I, like, I, I would rather my races be not, not destructive not, and not destructive. I'd rather my races be normal. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Yeah, it's Arca. But, um, You're not going to have a normal race. It's, there, there's only going to be forty cars at Arca and Daytona, so you know that's not going to be normal at all. Yes. But um, anyways, on to um our final topic of the night. Um, we have some predictions for the upcoming seasons. Who we th- what we think is going to happen? We have biggest surprise, biggest upset, biggest improvement, biggest disappointment, and then we're going to give you our final four and championship predictions for all three series. So, um, how about we just start with biggest? Um, Arrow, do you want to start off? All right, I have um, for biggest surprise in Cup. I have John Hunter check. I think he's going to put up a really good fight to Eric Jones and potentially beat him. Maybe not. He's going to be really close. I wonder who's upset about that take. But he's going to be impressive this year. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep unbiased here, so I'm not saying anything. So let's go to Jesse. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We were talking about this earlier, a little bit earlier. Um, my biggest surprise in Cup is Denny Hamlin. Because I think this is this is the year he finally gets it done. This is the year <laughs> oh, he becomes a champion. Oh no! All right. Uh, Pop. Jesse Jinx strikes immediately. Yeah, it's. it's I hope funny. he does, but we'll see. In... Dies in Daytona. We'll see. In you can you can you can make that your new motto, Jesse. The Triple J, the Jesse Jordan Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I know, I know Jesse's going to like this take. I Honestly, I have Carson Hosevar having a 2014 Larson-esque type season. Not like super competitive where he's running second and throwing it into the wall every week. But just, you know, super top, like top 20s every week, you know, top 15s, really competitive. Just, just, just kind of shows up and everyone's like, wow, this guy is what we expect out of him. Obviously, he's still going to make those boneheaded mistakes he always makes. But, you know, that's just how it is when you have a driver that raw with that much potential coming through the series. So, yeah. I thought when you said 2014 Larson, I thought you were going to say he just throws this car to the wall every week. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kansas intensifies. I will say that, like, Carson has said before that, like, he kind of just wants to learn this season. That's what this season's all about. So, I could, but I I would like, I would love, I would love to see Carson perform really well next year. Yeah. Carson said this. Didn't Larson Larson say he he wanted to do that in 2014? That's true. That's true, but um, and honestly, with but honestly, apparently Carson, uh, but with how Carson performed last year for Legacy, um, and whenever he was in the seven for that one race at Gateway, it looks like a 
very prize on the horizon for this driver. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what he can do next year. Car- yeah, Carson- Honestly, this rookie class, this rookie class, and I guess John Hunter Nimichek is insane. Like it's just it's, it's really Barry, impressive. Barry Smith and Kosovar. Yeah. And yeah. only and only one of them has ran a full season in Xfinity. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, that is yeah. that is a weird fact. Wow. Yeah, but both of them are, Wait, two of them are truck graduates. Well, honestly, yeah. Zane and Hosovar might have the exact same amount of cup uh-huh. starts. Eric's oh, Zane, starts. Mind. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, no, no Zane didn't. No. Zane run like ten Zane races. Ran, with, uh, Zane ran a lot. Yeah, Zane ran a lot of races with JRM. Yeah, I thought it was like he, five or six. It was like ten. No, I think oh, he ran okay. ten. He, but, um, he had, he had, he had eight. I think he had like eight top tens. He had, he had like eight top tens in those ten starts. He was pretty solid. Yeah, he did very but, well. Yeah, he was really good in twenty nineteen. I but but yeah. Um. Anyways, for my biggest surprise for Cup, I'm gonna go with. I'm also going the legacy route, but I'm going different. I'm going Eric Jones. I think Eric's going to have a very very good season. Big big step up from last year. Whenever he was still contending for races occasionally, but that was with tier three Chevy support. I think that this year is going to be a very good year. And I know this is me being biased because I am an Eric Jones fan, but. I would like. I think he's winning two races. I think he's gonna be pretty, pretty good this year. I'm expecting a insanity run from Eric Jones. But um, if y'all want to go on to Xfinity uh, for biggest surprise, uh, before we do that, did we did we did we just see what Adam Stern tweeted out 34 minutes oh. ago about the oh. Dale Jr. deal? Uh, yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be much of anything. Yeah, I think. I mean, I guess, but if if NBC does not bring him back, that would be something. Oh yeah, that, that's gonna be dumb. That's just dumb. That's just gonna be dumb. But I mean, I, I obviously assume they're gonna bring him back. Yeah, but obviously. just 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 a little bit of news that Adam Stern tweeted out a few minutes ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. I was gonna bring that up earlier, but didn't feel like the right time. Yeah. But um. Anyways, Xfinity biggest surprise. Uh, I guess we're doing the same order. Right. So, I have Leland Honeyman as the biggest surprise in Xfinity. Oh I think my God. Youngs and Honeyman are gonna be. I don't think we're going to be competing for wins or playoffs or anything, but I, I really think he is going to have three to four top tens, maybe a top five, and he's just going to be a lot better than people expect. So I think Honeyman's pretty good. Um, well, he's I only 19, be, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. He's exactly. very, very young. Yeah. Um, but I, I think yeah. he's going to, I think Young's in general, that car is just going to be a lot better than people think. They have like an RCR alliance, right? They might or something. That's, I do think they, they have, have some sort something. of alliance. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's mm. bold, but I really would like to see it. I do think yeah. Leon's a really good driver. So yeah. All right, Jesse. Uh, what's, what's your Xfinity biggest surprise? All right, my. No, what do you think? What do you think? No, it's my <laughs> Xfinity biggest surprise. Actually, is a is gonna is a Parker Retsoff. I think JAR takes a massive step forward. And I think Parker Retsoff probably wins one to two races this year and is you know one in the two. round of one one or two races and content and is parker makes the round of eight and yeah and it's just you know it's gonna be there the whole year i think i think he puts a year really good year together mm-hmm. and the only reason i think it's surprised i think a lot of people are gonna are riding that car that 31 car off because it's a younger guy and it's jr which has never really performed i know they have a win with Jeb Burton, but 
Fuck, like everybody kind of looks at that team and thinks, yeah, Jeb Burton's probably the better driver on that team. I also think he he outperforms Jeb all year. All right. That's fair. Bob? Uh, I know... <laughs> uh... Just like uh, some other things, Nexus isn't going to like this one, but I have Sheldon Creed going on a tear as soon as he starts winning. Uh, I think his stats will be similar to uh, what he's done this year. I mean, keep in mind, he did tie for fifth in the non-playoffs in 2023. But uh, I think he just goes out, he starts winning a bunch of races. Everyone's like, whoa, this is where this could have been. And, you know, he just shocks everybody. And uh, I, I just, I just think it is. It has to be the year because, like, there's you can't just go three straight years without winning. Like, it's just, it just can't. You can't. It just can't happen. So, um, one of our co-hosts is going to really like this prediction. I'm just going to say that right now. My driver, who has been written off time and time again. But I think single-handedly, one of our co-hosts has turned around our, all of our thoughts on this one driver. Riley Herbst will be your biggest surprising Sandy. I have him breaking out incredibly well this season. I have him winning, I think, three races. And I have him making the Final Four in a shock appearance. And I think he's going to finish second in, 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 in uh, points. That is just my prediction. But um, I do think Riley will improve a lot this year. He already improved a ton last year with how well that 98 squad was really going throughout the beginning and the end of the year. They just need to get that middle part going, and uh, they'll be good. So, yeah, I think Riley Herbst will have a break. See that? Jesse's happy. (laughs) I'm keeping it it non-biased. Mm-hmm. Keeping it non bias Anyways, uh, trucks. Oh, um, so not very much uh, known about the truck grid, by the way. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. So I went with um, I went Lane Riggs. I think a lot of people Ooh. are expecting him to do well, but I think he's going to put up numbers very similar to Zane Smith next year, potentially mm-hmm. better. I think he's going to win a race or two. Yeah. Um. Maybe make a deep playoff run. I actually, it wouldn't shock me if he does. Mm-hmm. But I just think he's going to be really consistent next year. I think he'll have, you know, a lot of top tens. Not Corey Heim level top tens, but he'll he'll be one of the most consistent drivers in trucks next year, and just do a lot better than I think people are expecting. Yeah, fair, very fair. Actually. That is that's fair. That's fair. He has he at least has one win in the bag at Coda because you know. Yep. The 38 always wins a Coda. I don't know why. But Unless does. they move it to Cup next year with Todd Gilland. You know what? Fair enough. That's a that's a very good point, Arrow. Very good point. Anyways. My truck biggest surprise next year? I think. And it depends on if he... It, it's like we said. We don't know much about the truck, the truck field. But I would assume, based on a certain Adam Stern tweet, that it'll be in the 7 truck. Uh... I think Roger Cruz probably the biggest surprise. If I he's saw running. he's in the 71, I think, potentially. Okay. That's being announced no. this week, though. Okay. But, yeah. So, I think Roger's going to be the biggest surprise. I think Roger makes the playoffs. Um, and just has a really good run. I don't think he makes it out of the round of 10. But just him making the playoffs is already a shocking enough. It's already a surprise enough thing. for Especially for his level to be as young as he is. 
He's extremely talented. I mean, was leading laps at Kansas before he blew up. And, you know, was it Kansas or Nashville? I don't, I, think think I've Nashville. Ever, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen Arrow that depressed. That was the... I hated that. That was... I, like, he was doing so good. Got up to the lead. On, you know, then, having um, a very good race. Loses yeah. no, fuel pressure. Was, half yeah. a lap into leading. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was terrible. Yeah, I think Rod oh, was the biggest surprise. All right, Bob. Oh, uh, biggest surprise for trucks, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Twitter in my bed. Uh, yeah, I also have lane rigs, mainly just because you know Coda is going to happen, and you know, it's just going to just going to have to win that race. Yeah, he just has to win that race. It's it's just guaranteed. But. Uh, I think besides that, I think he's I think he's one of the championship favorites. I think with Zane and Hosevar moving up, uh, no more John. Well, John Hunter was gone, but like no more of these big guys. And we've obviously lost a, a couple teams. We've had a few teams kind of rising through, but like obviously with McAnally, uh, you know, they have they they we don't really know like their whole stock because they're kind of just you know they're expanding. Are, are they expanding too fast? So like. Are they going to be as competitive as they were this year with Ekis and Garcia? So it's like for me, I have them kind of taking a stagnant year or like a step back. So I have well, Lane Riggs. Garcia is Garcia's a Thor sport this year. Yeah, I know, but like, well, yeah, I think he was just saying like, I don't think it, I don't uh, think he's gonna. I don't I don't think with Thor sport he goes out and wins five races. Like I don't think that's in Thor sports DNA. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, unless you're Matt Crafton that one year, but uh, Dimajeski. I, I don't know. I just, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I, I think I just think Lane Riggs just pick, makes the biggest surprise. Everyone's gonna be like, "Whoa, where'd this guy come from?" Kind of just like how his his dad Scott came through. He just you know he just kind of showed up. No one knew really who he was, and he just kind of showed up, did really well, and then got to Cup. Didn't I, I still don't agree with the whole bust label that they, everyone has ever put on Scott Riggs, but you know hopefully Lane doesn't follow that same pattern. But I think he'll just surprise everyone this season in trucks. Maybe even win the championship if he can you know, keep his dominant streak up from the beginning of the year. That is going to be a question for another time for me on the podcast is what does, who is a bus and who is not a bus? Cause I have a lot of thoughts on that, but um, <laughs> I, I would like to say about, um, I was genuinely debating on putting him on lane rigs, but I, per, I think he's going to make a very deep playoff run. I think he's gonna make the final four or when I think that's my prediction for lane. Um, but I think everyone's kind of expecting him to do be really good. A driver which I saw after such a dismal start to his truck series career with um two really bad years at GMS, a terrible year at Hattori. After what I saw from last season, I could really see Chase Purdy turning it up this year. Now I know everyone's gonna make fun of me and everyone's going like, Oh, oh what are you doing? Look at how he performed last season. With a new, brand new KBM car, new four, and KBM, I have said this, feeding up to this, KBM equipment was the most overrated equipment in the garage. The only reason that that team looked competent was because of John Hunter. And I think that Chase will be a have a massive step forward this year. I think he's going to win a race or two, maybe, but I think Chase Party will prove himself worthy of a truck ride. I think that that is a bold take, but I think that is a correct take. Because after what I saw from him last year at Texas and other races, I think that's a really good thing. And honestly, Phoenix. 
he was great at Phoenix. Like, I think he nearly won the race. He was really good at Phoenix. So I think he's going to keep that momentum going, going to get that confidence back in him, and he's going to go flat out. And we're going to have another 77 win, which is going to be great for me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. All right. That is our, uh, I think, yeah, everyone had their biggest surprise. So now what is it? Biggest upset winner. Biggest upset winner. Um, uh, biggest so, upset winner. To bounce, do you want to start from trucks or go to yeah. cup? Or do you want to just go cup? Trucks, Joe Cup is trucks. Many trucks. Cup, all right. Start with Cup. Um, I think Corey LaJoy's going to win a race. I think he's going to win the Daytona 500. And that's going to be it for the year. But I do think he will get that first win finally. All right. That's fair. I, I would love to see that. That's another Spire one. I, I will say, I do think he will be the third best of the Spire cars next year. Wow. Overall. Third Ooh, best. That's, wow. that's a hot take. Maybe second best. I, I think considering, considering Zane's performance in the 38. Actually, you know what? As I think about it, and considering one of my future upcoming predictions, I'm going to say I, I'm going back on that. Okay. <laughs> about to say because that's a, real that, quick. That is that is a bold ass take. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back on that. Absolutely bold take. Um. All right, uh, Jesse. Oh no! I thought we were doing Cup Xfinity Truck. For each person. No, no you, oh, okay. you, know, you can do Top your cup. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my my biggest like su- upset winner is not I don't uh, it's not a big upset. We know how good that he is or or can be and he's shown flashes. I think Todd Yellen wins a race. I think Todd I think that's an upset. I think we all want yeah, that. I think we all want I think that. Everyone in the world, the NASCAR racing world wants a Todd Gillen win. Because as we hey, said, hey, everyone loves Todd. Hey Arrow. Yep. Yes. Do you know what? Do you know what races uh, the thirty-eight front line cars running? Uh, Sonoma and Bristol night, I believe. Watch him win Bristol night. You can also make Sonoma. He's really good at road courses. Road courses, yeah. yeah. So, he's a solid road course driver. Yeah. FRM just has a great lineup. That's just to think they about. Really do. That, that lineup is super solid and on the short track and road Replacement for McDowell once he eventually retires in hell with Lane and Ka- as, yeah. and, and also Kaz Graw. They have four potentially has. Really. Yeah, if Kaz doesn't get, you know, canned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's four really, really good drivers. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um anyways, uh Bob. Uh Arrow kind of stole my thunder with the whole Daytona five hundred thing, but I'm gonna go with John Hunter winning the five hundred, and then he just kinda does nothing for us the year. Kind of a quiet first season, wins the five hundred, you know, kind of like Austin Cindric, you know. He kind of just came in, he won the five hundred, everyone's like, Well, this guy's the next Jimmy Johnson, and then he kind of just does nothing. Just kind of mediocre for the rest of the season. So I think that's what's good. John Hunter's gonna do, but you know, in worse equipment and not Penske equipment. So I just I think that's what's going to happen. I think Eric Jones still quiet, well, not quietly, just kind of beats him fair and square. Yeah. But it'll be closer than Nexus doesn't think it will be. Stop it. I, I'm I will, to be I will the, bring I'm try- all of the bias am, to this I'm podcast. I'm trying to be the most unbiased person. I'm trying to be the middle ground. I will Stop bring all out. of the bias and hot Stop takes it. to this we're, podcast. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Anyways, um, my biggest upset prediction for Cup, and it's been – I thought about this a lot hard. I kind of – because we do our predictions together with a group of our friends. And whenever I made this pick, it was kind of like, what are you doing? But after seeing the speed of this car last year at this very racetrack and the year before, and also seeing the speed of this driver last year at this racetrack, 
I think Josh Berry's going to win Richmond. Like I, I, I am pretty confident in that. Like, I like that four car has always been really good at Richmond, even whenever it was falling apart with SHR. Kevin was always up there fighting for Richmond. Finished second in the first race in 2022. Won the second race, which will be his last win. And then last year was also really good. And honestly, Josh Berry last year finished second at Richmond in in the Cup race. So I think that that will be the biggest upset. Kind of a boring one because it's SHR, but Josh Berry will definitely be um, my personal uh, biggest upset winner. Fair enough. I would love to see that. Um, um, so yeah, now we have our biggest upset winner in Xfinity, which yeah. I, I guess. So like Nexus said, I we all do our predictions. We've already done our predictions for Xfinity. My guy did win a. I think I think he won a race last year. It might have been the year before. Um, but I have Jeremy Clements winning. Um, year before I think it was a year before. Okay, twenty twenty. Um, okay, so yeah, I have him winning at Talladega. Um. I think I think it'll be a very typical Jeremy Clement season. I think he's going to finish about where he always does, but he will get that Talladega win somehow. Not sure how yet. Who I have is my weirdest one. Shit. I don't really have a weird one on my list. Um. um so... I didn't put it down in predictions, but I will say I will say that I I think that biggest upset winner in Xfinity is going to be Sage Karam. Think Sage Karam. Think Sage Karam pulls off some crazy stuff at a road course and gets revenge where he should have won Road America last last year. Yeah, he did some crazy stuff there too, like missed the yeah. corner. That is still that, so that is still one of the funniest finishes I've ever seen. Yeah, no one no wanted to one, win that. No, because yeah. Justin, because all right, for context, me and Arrow are both Oligari fans, and <laughs> I have, and we have both both accepted that Justin cannot clinch under pressure at all, and I think that proved it because he dominated that race, and then he, he led he led all but three laps in that race. And they were all, I think, the final three laps. Ex- no, he, I, 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 he took the lap. I took. He took the lead on that five. Led ever oh, since okay. then, and then lost the lap with like two to go. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he cannot clinch. So we've both accepted this, and we also accepted he's that he's never going to win a championship. Yes, because we both thought the the definition of insanity is thinking something's going to happen, and if you know if you know the result, um, we know the result, and I think expecting- we're done with it. Different results with this while doing the same thing. We're, we're doing the same like thing. Doing yeah. the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Cheering for yes. Allgaier will never result in the championship. Yep. Now watch him win it this year. Now watch Please. him win it this year. God, but, uh, I don't get my hopes up. Yeah, now that we've accepted it, it's going to be that's gonna be even sweeter. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, who's next, Bob? Bob. All right. Uh, I know Nexus is in a few. I pretty much everyone's gonna like this because everyone loves him. But I have Leland Honeyman winning Talladega in the fall because those races are just chaotic. Those yeah. races are insane. Please, and I would kill for Leland win. I would. I would. I'd see him just upsetting. I, I think honestly, considering the fall, the fall Dega race is in the round of eight, right? Yes. Uh, yes. No, twelve. I think. 
Okay, yes. wh whatever round it's in, I think it it knocks a really big driver out of the championship hunt for with Honeyman leading leading running race because I think I think he'll 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 just win the race and someone who is big and needed to win the race or had it like a points drop or something like that from the week before is gonna have like he's gonna be like oh I'm gonna be playing safe for points. And then he realizes everyone's gone. He's going to try to go for the win. And then Leland Honeyman steals it from him. And that's what's going to be the deciding factor of what happens. And Leland Honeyman just steals the thunder. He upset wins at Talladega. Because, you know, how many times has that happened at Fall of Talladega where someone just upset wins in any yeah, series? I think about the last time it happened. <laughs> in the Who fall race at Talladega. Oh, that was, that was, that, that was AJ. 23 was AJ. Oh, oh, yeah. The last upset winner in the Fall Talladega race Xfinity. No, no, no. I was saying who won the last fall Talladega race, but oh, yeah. it was AJ because that was race Lane and pushed him. He barely beat but, um, Sam Mayer. But um, anyways, I also have a Talladega race for my Xfinity uh, predictions, but it's the spring Talladega race, and this will lead to a playoff run for this driver, uh, Parker Retzlaff. Um, I, I see so much talent in this kid. I don't know. Ever since he made those starts for RSS in 22... I've just seen so much improvement and so much drive and just so this kid's great. Like I will say this kid has the talent to potentially be a cup star at one point in the near future. But I do think he's finally going to get it done this year. I think JR is going to win two when back to back Talladega races. I think Parker Retzlaff will make the playoffs due to this. So yeah, pretty much all I have to say about that. Wouldn't shock me. Parker, Parker, should have honestly gotten an RCR ride this year. I think he's oh, yeah, done 100%. more than enough to prove that he deserves a top ride. 100%. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do this season. But so now, uh, Trucks, biggest upset winner. I'm going to bounce off of what Nexus said about his biggest surprise in Trucks. I do think Chase Party wins. Um, I don't know where, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I, I it wouldn't shock me if he does win. Or I guess it would be a shock if he wins because it's a new team, new full-time team, and he's Chase Purdy. But he did show just enough of something last year to make me think maybe he can. I, I, so, yeah. I'm, I'm fully I on board with I'm, I'm fully on board with the Chase Purdy redemption arc. I also so, I don't I don't see him being like a championship contender or anything like that. Well, yeah, but it, one it, win. But it'll take it takes time to prove greatness, and I think that the Chase Purdy redemption arc is going to be insane. But uh, yeah. Anyways, Jesse's turn. Oh boy. Uh upset winner in trucks. Hmm. How about go with a little I think I I like the I like the redemption story. How about uh Brett Holmes wins Fall Talladega? Yes. Redemption for his what second, he should have won. His second win? <laughs> his second win, yeah. His second win, wow. But uh I'd like that. Yeah, I think that'd be really nice to yeah. see. Hometown guy, family-owned team wins Talladega. That's kind of why I like truck Talladega anyway, because it's just fun. It's my favorite race of the season because of that. So, but yeah, Bobbert. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ty Dillon. I don't know if that's an upset winner, but I'm gonna go with him because he's at Rackley and he hasn't really done anything as of late. Uh, so I think he'll just go out at Martinsville, just win one of the Martinsville races. I don't know which one he'll win. One of them. Just mm -hmm. why not? Why not have Ty Dillon just randomly win a race at Martinsville? Why not? It'd be Ty? really funny. I why know. Not why Ty? not? It'd be really funny. Oh my god! I I would I want to see Rackley do really good, 
but yeah. So um, this is a bold take, but also not. I really don't see a, like a crazy expanding winner, but I have a upset because of the team he drives for. I think Grand Hefier is going with Gateway. I could see ECR sitting together some really good trucks for him. Um, I see that that team really wants to improve because they have the McAnally at Alliance now and all that. So I'm really excited to see what that team could do. And I think they will win races this year. But yeah, so I'm really excited to see what that nine truck can do. Fair enough. I think he's going to I think it'll be really good. Yeah. Really good next year. Um, But on to the next uh, topic. Biggest improvement. All right. I have Alex Bowman finally returning to form. I think last year was an off year because it was broken back and all that. Even Denny Hamlin was saying that he was not fully healed. I think he's going to come back and win a race or two, maybe, or get very close at least. But he's going to be very, he's, it's going to be like the beginning of 2023 again, but for the entire season. We very consistent, maybe make the round of eight. Um, but yeah, I don't know if he's going to win. He's never, he's not going to show that he's like the guy to beat ever mm-hmm. next season, but I think it's just going to be finally a return to form for him. It will be hit. I realized this, um, last week or a couple of days ago, um, this hopefully knock on wood, this will be for Bowman's first full-time season. They've ran every race since 2021. Yeah. Which is insane because he got the concussion at Texas last year and then, or Texas in 22, and then broke his back and missed over Kansas and Darlington. This, or 23. So, this will be his first year. And honestly, I do agree with that that I could see him potentially. Also, it's an even number year, which means he's going to be really good at the beginning of the season. And hopefully, by the time that that comes, that it comes around, he will potentially be a championship contender. I would love to see Bowman be a championship contender. I don't think it can happen, but I would love to see it. But yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, I could do that. Do that. Biggest biggest improvement is, I think, it's going to be Ty Gibbs. I think Ty takes a step forward. He takes that step forward to being not the premier Gibbs driver, but he definitely jumps ahead of, I think, Martin Truex. I think he takes a... I think it's going to be a massive step forward for Ty. Wins a couple races, makes a round of 12. And, you know, it was really there for the round of eight, but just it's just one will barely miss out. Fair enough. I can definitely see him winning or being very good, especially after the clash. Yeah, that that clash race was certainly something. Mm-hmm. So, but... uh, I also agree with what Jesse said. Yeah, I think Gibbs is going to like improve drastically. I feel like people are already forgetting how young this guy is. I think he's only 20 or 21 years old this year. He's 21, so, like, yeah. Yeah, like he's super young still for a, like a guy this good. Like he's he is the next generation Kyle Busch. Like I think he's going to be the next big superstar. Obviously, with these next gens, it makes parody a little more, you know, parody. So there yeah. will, obviously he won't be there every week like some guys can do back in the day. But I think he'll definitely be a huge playoff contender. I don't agree with him being like taking a leap forward and becoming like the third best on the team because. That JGR lineup is probably the best lineup if Gibbs can be the playoff contender if he can be this year. Like, I think that team is the most set team for this year in terms of driver talent. But like, I think Gibbs 
takes that huge step forward. He becomes a playoff contender. And, you know, like he's only 21 this year. Like, that's just insane to think about. Like, when was the last time we had a guy this young be this good besides Chase Elliott? Kyle Larson? I say was Elliot even that young when he? No, Elliot was like Kyle. 22. Chase Chase was twenty one. Chase was twenty one. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because he had because uh, Larson Larson was also twenty one. But twenty fifteen was an awful year for Larson. That's true. But um, I guess my turn. Um, biggest improvement for Cup. I know this is going to be a bold take, but with him now officially taking over the reins as the leader of this team. And with how much this team believes in him and how much they put into him, I think Chase Briscoe takes a massive step up this year with SHR. Granted, I think him and Brady are going to be the only two that really do anything this year. As much as I want to see Graxon perform, it's not going to happen. And Ron Priest is going to kind of just be nowhere. I think Barry's going to win Richmond. And I think Briscoe's going to win three races, kind of like have a very similar season to 2022, except for he wins more races. But I think Briscoe wins the races that he gave away. Yeah. I think he wins. I have him winning um, Phoenix. I have him winning the Coke And I have him winning Dalton. So, yeah. Um, I think that Briscoe will take a massive step up this year, hopefully. Also, I just really want to see Chase perform well. I think he's a great guy. I think that team really likes him. So, I think that will be the next big thing for SHR is that. I think Briscoe is good enough to do that, definitely. I just yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know if the team will be good enough. I don't know if Stuart Haas... We'll give him I, the cars he needs to even compete for wins. I would not trust Stuart Haas at all. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Xfinity biggest improvement. All right, I got a uh, Brandon Jones. You Ooh. know, I think he may once again probably doesn't win a ton. I have him winning one race at Kansas, but I think he'll be way more consistent. You know, way less DNFs. I think he'll. Probably make the he'll definitely make the playoffs. I think he could make the round of eight, but it'll just be a massive step up from what was an extremely disappointing twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, I, he I, was nowhere. He was yeah. nowhere in twenty twenty three. I remember vividly, like we were all kind of excited to see what he could do because JRM was like he was pretty good in twenty. He was really good in twenty one. Was pretty good in twenty two. Was like, I mean, oh, you would have made the final four in 2022. Yeah. Thank you, Ty. Forgives. My yeah, God. Yeah, thanks, Ty. But um, everyone's like, okay, I can't wait to see what he does with JRM. And then he did nothing. Like, was nowhere. And it's insane to me yeah. that. But yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's a good take. I honestly really can see that. I want to. Does he have that. a new crew chief this year? I'm not I sure. Don't know. I don't um, sure. Actually, yes, I believe he does because his yeah, crew chief is they, Jimmy's crew chief. Yeah. I'm not sure say, is, I have no idea who it is, but I knew they. I think I remember them switching crew chiefs. Um, last year it was Jason Burdett. Yeah, now he's Jimmy's Cup crew chief. And this year it is uh, Philip Bell. No idea yeah. who that is. No, but we'll see. I think he's the car chief. If I had oh, to say. Man. But uh, so Jesse, what do you got? Well, I think it's time to put the bias aside, or put the bias for- forward. <laughs> I think oh, bring the bias back. Bring the bias back. Now, biggest improvement, I, honestly, this year, I think it's Riley. Looking at the, you know, besides his first year at SHR, every year he's that he's gone, he's moved, uh, has run better. He's improved almost every year, and I think the trend continues. 
and this year is the quote-unquote breakout year where he wins multiple races and um like Dexter said I think he could make a final four appearance don't know if he will I have that predicted but but it just I just think the trend continues I think SHR Xfinity is also getting better um I mean Cole Cole wins the championship but you kind of have to perform again and show that hey we're still we're still here we're still the best team you know or one of the best teams so I think they improve as well overall as a team Fair enough. I can see that. Uh, uh, Bart? Uh, I, I had this for my biggest surprise for Xfinity. I had Creed, but uh, obviously for biggest improvement, I have Creed winning five races this year. Uh, just for anyone in the if it was anyone who knows the predictions of our Google Sheets page, I have him winning five races. Uh, I think he'll just he'll, he'll win that one race, like I said. He's just going to take off, and he's just going to start doing everything he needed he did last year i think he makes the final four i think he does all of the things he needs to do i think he falls short but i think he does all the things he needs to do this year with a new team yeah i mean i i read i feel like this is the year though that he has to win like mm-hmm. yeah he's so close so close that i i'd be shocked if he doesn't win but i feel like he has to win to you know help his career Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse, no. Uh, oh, my... oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So my biggest improvement, I agree with Jesse. Riley Herbst. Um. I do think he's going to make the final four this year. I think he's going to be very good. I. I. As much as I hate to say it, the gaslighting has worked from Jesse because he has single-handedly turned around our friend group's entire opinion on Riley Herbst. So congratulations. He's Jesse. the only one that believed in him from the beginning. Yeah. And now he's turned me into a believer, which I never thought I would. Except for Jocko's fake ass. Jocko's <laughs> fake as hell, yeah. Let's shit on Jocko. <laughs> I, 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 I told my stock out long ago, Riley wins. I'm so, we're so back. Bro, but yeah. Bro he's sold like, his stocks. He's, and- like, oh. he's, like, he's like, I only cheer for him in cup. Riley wins. I've been here since the beginning. No, day no. day anyway, off topic. <laughs> off topic. <laughs> Anyways, uh, biggest pro. Uh, so, my biggest improvement is going to be from a guy who wasn't in trucks last year, but did not have a good season last year. Oh, I think I Ty Dillon. I think Ty Dillon has a really good year in trucks. Um, I, I could see him winning a race. I could see him contending to make the playoffs. I think people will finally, I don't know if they'll change their opinion on him, but I, I think he'll show that he at least deserves a truck ride and potentially top truck ride. Fair enough. So, Jesse? Uh, I have, I have Chase Purdy, uh, being the biggest improvement again. He's just seems like he gets better every year and he just improves. So I think, again, that trend continues, and he takes another step forward and, and at least wins a race this year in that yeah. Spire 77 truck. I think a lot of it, I feel like a lot of us have winning at least one race next year. Not me! This year. We ain't even done predictions yet, but yeah. Yeah, no, right. I really, I think, I think you're right. No, I, um, yeah, we haven't done predictions yet. Uh, so... I am putting all of my stocks into Taylor Gray. All right. This oh, man God. hasn't even turned 19 years old yet. 
But if you watched him in the playoffs and some races in the regular season, that man was cooking. That man is going to be a future cup champion. I don't care what anyone says. Biased, full bias. That man is the future of the sport. Hot take. I definitely see Taylor improving. I almost actually put him as my biggest improvement, but I just, I really believe in Ty Dillon this year. But Taylor is going to have a great year as well. Speaking of bias, um, I don't know. I know who you're going with. Uh, I don't think you do, actually. Um, I'm going with the teammate of uh, Taylor Gray. Well, Dean Thompson. I okay, saw. No, no, I know exactly who it was then. <laughs> oh, really? I thought yeah. I thought you were just going to assume Ben. I was like, nope. Okay. Championship by actually <laughs> winning enough races and getting enough points to win. Yeah. Win it in the race. That's how you improve. Hey. Anyways, Dean Thompson, anyway, I think, continue. will improve a lot this year. I think that Dean Thompson, I saw so I have been always kind of like Dean, but last year I've been a big since last year I've been a big fan. I, I've always liked He's funny on Twitter. He's hilarious. I love him. He has great personality. But unfortunately, last year, he just had the worst possible single race. He had, I think, the most DNFs of anyone last year, and I don't think a single one of them were his fault. Except for, what race was it that he wrecked himself? Off of, I think. Uh, Gateway. Gateway. Oh, no, not Gateway. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, that's what No, IRP. One of the tracks that... One of the Midwest tracks that... Yeah, one of those I, tracks. One of those tracks. But um, no, track on the schedule. I I don't see him winning. I hope he does, but I don't see it. But um, I do see um him improving a lot this year. How many top tens did he even have? Uh, four, I think. That is, yeah. oof. And two of them were top fives. And yeah, two of them were top fives. One one he should have won Charlotte, but um. Yeah, so I think that Dean Thompson will take a massive step up this year. I really hope he does. I'm a big Dean Thompson fan. For those who don't know, I run a Dean Thompson truck iRacing and a Thompson Cop car and a Thompson Expanding car, and I'm just sponsored by Dean Thompson. So, uh, yeah, I really hope Dean does. And also, uh, uh, five, two top fives. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully He's that's also one of two drivers to not have a lap led full time. I definitely feel like he will improve because it's hard to get worse. Get worse. It's, yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to hit bottom of the barrel and then keep staying at bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But um. Anyways, uh, on to our biggest disappointment. All right. Um, so this is thi- what. God. Uh, this will be whenever I make people turn off the podcast. So. <laughs> So this is why I this is why I took back my Corey LaJoy take from earlier because I realized how dumb that was. Um I actually have Zane Smith being the biggest disappointment. I think really. Yeah. Um I think he'll do very little. Um but I do see him having like two or three races where he's like incredible like he'll run top 10 legitimately all day but other than that i don't see him doing much of anything and being the worst spire car and i mean it this time i think i think hosvar beats him in points in most statistics all right all right all right uh i guess it's my turn yep 
Biggest disappointment in Cup. Um, and it's not necessarily going to be his fault. It's just the situation that he's in. Uh, I think Josh Berry's going to be the biggest disappointment. I just don't believe in SHR. I really don't. I think that there's this hype around Josh Berry that is just not going to be fulfilled just because he's driving for Stuart Haas Racing. It's just the team yeah. is not improving. Unfortunately, I can kind of see it, but I really, really hope that you are I, wrong. Uh, oh, so, I, I hope no, I'm wrong. So, I just saw what you sent so, to the chat. I'm, I'm leaving. So, I'm leaving. So, so um, we have some news. Um, I hate that. That, so oh, no, the 84 no. car is being sponsored by Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. For, I assume it's the 500. Oh, that's <laughs> It is the worst paint scheme I think we've ever seen. That is horrific. That's terrible. Oh, that is, my God. That, that is awful. But, I, want um, to know, I want to point out that somebody had to approve that. Well, somebody also approved the Dollar Tree 42 car. Dollar Tree isn't even, doesn't even come close to that. Also, by the way, there's an I I, I actually never mind. I think that's a fancy show card with the four on it. So uh, keep that in mind. But yeah, so sorry for the slight interruption. But uh, yeah, so there's some nice oh, ruining that, my day. Jesus Christ, that's that awful. is awful. But um, anyways, uh, where were we? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Jesse's prediction. I think Jesse just finished his cup uh, disappointment prediction. All right. Uh, here's where. Here, here's where. Every, oh wait. I'm sorry. Bob. Bob. I, 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 I gotta get. I'm so get your ass out of here. Okay. Get your ass out of here. Nah, and I, listen, another slight <laughs> interruption. Uh, no. VH, the V8 supercar funny. Uh, Ford has been apparently asked to slow their car down. What? That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the supercar series has asked Ford to slow their engine down. So, speaking of no Ford... Good. Speaking of Ford, I have them as the entirety of the biggest disappointment on my list. I have wow. Ford sucking... So bad because of their new nose and new body. I think wow. they're going to be awful. All right. That's so what about Penske? I think the, I think the, I think Penske is the only the team that shows any glimmer of hope. And I think that's Still because Joe, yeah, they're going to have a Joey champ or no, a Cindric championship. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but we're going to have, we're going to have like Joey and Blaney do their typical, you know, one win kind of be competitive thing. But I think everyone at Ford will struggle massively. I think FRM is going to take a step back, mainly just because of their deal with, you know, uh, uh, what, what their Roush deal or whatever, Penske deal, or whatever. But I think they're going to have, they're going to take a step back. I think, but SHR is going to go even further back. I don't know how, but they're going to go even further back. I think Penske is going to kind of stagnate. Uh, I think just everyone's just going to take a step backwards. I, I don't see that new nose and that new body looking good. It's just ugly, by the way. I, I it's just ugly. The card's right. ugly. It's going to drive terrible. All right. Um, this is where everyone turns off the podcast. Thank you all for listening if you all turn this off. Um, my biggest disappointment is Chase Elliott. Off. I think that he's going to have a very stagnant season. I don't think ever he's going to have the comeback season that he will. everyone's assuming he's going to have. I think he's only going to win max two races. Hope it could obviously be different, but like I don't see him doing much, especially with kind of where he was last year. He was kind of just like he was he was getting top tens. Yeah, he will be he will definitely be a playoff threat. 
But I don't think he'll win a race, or he'll win as many races as everyone thinks he's going to. But that could also just be me. But yeah, so I think Chase will probably If they weren't gone after the Lewis Colt thing and then the other thing, they're definitely gone now. We're definitely gone now. We have... We, this is so guys. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're pissing everybody off podcast one. That's how we do it. This is great. This is welcome. We gotta to get the, every, everybody has to be mad. We they have to that. bring attention to the podcast. We're doing, we're doing the Brett Griffin route. <laughs> oh my God. Right, now you pissed gonna... them off. Great. Now you pissed them off. Damn it. We're, this is well, he's already, he's, I'm pretty sure I'm already blocked by him. So the, the only person who would have been on board with this now hates us. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Great. Amazing. Everybody anyway. hates us now. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh my God! All right, um, Arrow. <laughs> at least we didn't tweet. At least we didn't tweet that maybe that the moving the clash to Mexico makes LA look good. I mean, I don't know. This oh is racist, God. by the way. Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is went off. This Whatever he said. This, this is went off the rails so fast. So anyway, my track. biggest disappointment in Xfinity is Sammy Smith. What? I think Ooh. I think he will have a very similar transition that Brandon Jones had. I think he'll have trouble getting used to the team. Something's going to be off. I think I think will be decent, but he I feel like he'll have a worse season than last year at Gibbs. Um, I mean, I could see him picking right back up in 2025 and being great again or great better than 2023, but. He's just he's gonna struggle next year. I could not disagree. That's uh yeah, that mm. one's a little boring. Why does Arrow always steal my thunder? <laughs> what? Oh, I have okay. the exact same prediction, man. That's crazy. All right, Bob goes now. Wait, wait, yep, I already said my I already said oh, my yes, thing. Sir. I already said fair it. Enough, fair enough, fair uh, enough. But uh I, yeah, I, I, now. I cannot disagree with both of you more. I have Sammy being really good next. But yeah, so yeah. Okay, let's talk about the last. Let's talk we about the last saw, time a JGR driver moved to JRM. We all thought Brandon Jones would be way better. Yeah, Bob predicted him to win like four races, I think. Oh, anyway, thank God. Anyways, anyway. uh, biggest disappointment, and again, it's not. I, I'm I'm sorry. It's gonna be Justin Allgaier, just because Man, it doesn't, he's he not doesn't gonna win the championship. That's <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's that's, that's fair. That's it. Yeah. Um, and uh, here's where I piss off the podcast people. Okay. You've already done that. You just said Chase is going to be terrible. No, no he's I pissing mean, us I mean, off now. You three. Um, he's pissing us off now. And I would like to preface this with, I will make a bet by the end of this prediction. My biggest oh disappointment is Sean Green. I don't see him doing much in that age. How much are you betting? I, okay, here's the bet. If Sean Creed wins or this season, I will buy a Sheldon Creed shirt and wear it during the podcast. Let's start shopping. All right. Uh, I am that. Does Sheldon Creed's site have shirts up? Uh, they do. I I did this. I did research already. I'll wager you on that. If Sheldon Creed doesn't win a race, I will go outside in the freezing cold and do a snow angel naked. No, 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 okay. Not naked, there. not naked, in shorts, in shorts. Okay, no, I no, no. PG, I guess. Oh, no, I have a better idea. How about this? 
if Sheldon doesn't win a race, you three, all three of you, I'm have to out go. Of this. No, 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 no. All right, all right, fine. I have to go outside and stream. Landing Castle is awesome. What? What? Fuck. I'm not doing that. I, had to, I would no, never. I have, to, I, have to, I, have, I have to go to like a public place and do that. Yeah. You have like to a say beach it, or something. What, what's your closest city? A Toronto? I live in a. I live in a city. Yeah. Okay. Go to the center of Toronto and say Landing Castle is awesome. <laughs> if Chowder uh, <laughs> does not say that, but um. No, well, the only merch on Sheldon's website is just his logo, but I will buy a Sheldon Creed shirt. I will. Yes, but that I do not see much out of Sheldon Creed out of this season, especially. No, but yeah, so that's my that's my biggest, probably boldest take. If anyone doesn't know, Nexus has weird takes sometimes. No, I think all the Chase Elliott fans already agree. I'm just saying, there's yeah. no other way to describe his opinions other than weird. That's pretty well, yeah, that's, that's very accurate. But so, uh, trucks. Trucks, yeah, after uh, all that. Uh, I'm also going to go very truck, bold truck, truck. with my truck oh, uh, prediction. I think Nick Sanchez will be the biggest disappointment. I, I don't Ooh. think it'll be a bad season, but like I don't see him getting close to the Final Four again. I, maybe wins, but I think overall he'll be very, very inconsistent. Um, and just do overall a little bit worse. But I'm saying the biggest disappointment because I feel like a lot of people expect him to do way better. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Jesse? Uh, Jesse? Right. You all are not going to agree with me on this. Uh, this is bold. I, I personally think that Taylor Gray does not perform. I think, I think he stays where he's at and it's just and it's a disappointment because he's everyone believes that he is going to improve and he just doesn't. I want Taylor Gray to improve. I just don't think he will. Whatever you say, Jesse. Or not? Yeah. Uh, um. So as uh, I, as I had uh, Taylor Gray being my biggest improvement, I have his older brother being my biggest disappointment because he's going to do his typical thing where he starts off the season. Everyone's like, "Whoa, Tanner Gray is good." And then he'll completely fall off, miss the playoffs, and what? This is like his fifth year, I think, in the truck series. 2020. Yeah. So, or. Yeah. So, yeah, fifth. Yeah, this is his fifth year. And he's going to do the exact same thing he's done the last three seasons. Watch him one day, Tom. He's just. I mean, I watch, I guess. But I mean, I'll, he'll still do the same thing where he'll fall yeah. off. I don't. I just. I, there's no way he doesn't do anything other than that. Yeah. Especially considering he has to do something at this point. It's his fifth year. Like you have to do yeah. something. So anything. All right, my turn. So um, mine is is not real. A bold take, considering the fact that this man has just been the most disappointing person in trucks for the past like three years, ever since twenty twenty, I would say. And honestly, I think this is the end of the road. I think this is officially going to be the Matt Crafton retirement tour. And I do not think he's going to do anything this season. I honestly would be shocked if he. I think it. I'd be shocked if he made the playoffs after how bad he was last season. He was nowhere. He was bad and still made the playoffs. Yeah, but I think he's going to be worse this year. Yeah, he only did that because everyone collapsed around him. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I do not think Matt Crafton will be 
great. I do think I think he will be a massive step down. I think this will be his last series, uh, last race in trucks, at least full time. So I think this is the last ride. So yeah, Matt Crafton's my pick. I mean, he's he's what forty nine this year, I think, or forty eight. Like he's quite old. He's older than Kevin, I think. So I think he, I think he's slightly yeah, slightly older than Kevin. So um, that's crazy. He, he is he is forty seven. He's actually younger than Kevin by a year. Oh wow! What the heck? Still I thought he was older than Kevin. Hmm. I but uh, I know why. So yeah, now uh, final uh, four predictions. Yeah. Final four and champions. So, so we're gonna start with trucks now, or we're gonna start with let's start with let's start with trucks. Okay. Yeah. So Era? and we're gonna do our final four and then our champion. Champion. Yep. All right. So for okay. trucks, my final four is Corey Heim, Ty Majeski, Christian Eckes, and Stuart Friesen. What? Um, <laughs> I think Stuart Friesen's finally gonna be back to 2019 form, and he's gonna be. You know, one of his best seasons. But my champion will be Christian Eckes. I think it will be... so much. I think he will be not only the playoff champion, but the non-playoff champion as well. I really think that McAnally Racing is going to be really, really good next year. Hmm. I mean, that's fair. Uh, Yeah. Jesse? Alrighty. Uh, Let's see. My final four. Uh, I disagree with you on Sanchez. I think Sanchez makes the final four. Then I have Ekis. Ben Rhodes somehow makes the championship four again. Like he again. Does. Like he always does. And Corey Heim, because he's Corey, Corey Heim. But Corey Heim does not finish the job. And Christian Ekis wins his first, uh, wins his first truck title. I'm agreeing so far. Bobber. I, I also didn't agree with the whole Sanchez is going to be worse. I have him making the final four. I also have, uh, I almost said Scott Riggs, Lane Riggs making it, uh, Taylor Gray making it, and Corey Heim. I think Corey what? Heim does get it done, though. I think it's going to be the youngest championship four ever. Like, I yeah, think this is, this is, easily this is a 19 year old, 21 year old. Uh, Lane Riggs is 22, I think, and then Heim's 22 or 21. So they're all very, very, I don't think anyone's older than 22. So, it'll be a very young championship. Uh, I think the youth takes over in trucks, considering drivers like Crafton, uh, you know, are falling out. Ben Rhodes is uh, only 26. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, he's still very Uh, young. I don't think Majeski has a great of a year, considering the youth movement's kicking in now with the trucks and everything, and Xfinity and all this competitiveness. Uh, I think Heim does get the championship done, though. I think he'll finally have... Like, I think this season, this is just a taste of what we're going to get from his consistency. I think he wins so many more races this year. Like, six, seven races with the same amount of stats he has this year. I think he goes on a tear. Um, what shocked me? So, um, my final four prediction, I'm going to do it from last to first. Um, I have Ben Rhodes finishing fourth. I think that's just where it's going to be. I think he's going to kind of be nowhere during Phoenix because he, but but that will make it even sweeter when he wins it in twenty five because he's going to do the odds. Um, anyways, so um, then for third I have Lane Ricks. I think Lane, as I said, will be one of the best drivers in trucks this year. Three wins, makes the final four. Great season overall, especially for a rookie. Um, Christian Eckes will finish second in points. Um. 
one a very good season keeps that momentum from the year before. Great, and of course for the uh, for the uh, certain Mister um, Champion who should have been last year, Corey Heim wins this championship, and I think he's going to dominate this season. So yeah, and that also would not shock me if Heim is by far the best. I mean. He put a legendary season down last year and got nothing from it. So he he won the regular season championship while missing a race. That's insane. Which is, and he still clinched a race earlier. Yeah, yep. wasn't it like a clinch? Yeah, he clinched a race early. Yep, despite missing gateway. He's so good. Like the fact that he I can't believe JGR. Like gives, yeah, I can't believe yeah. JGR didn't give him bring him up. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. But um. Unless yeah. they're trying to do a host of our and Zane Smith thing where they just bring him straight from trucks to cup, but which is honestly not that bad of an idea, in my opinion. I guess, um, yeah, they're doing with Zane and host of our lot actually becoming a lot more common, yeah. But uh, yeah, so Xfinity, uh, I don't have any surprises. I have AJ Elmendinger, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, and Cole Custer making the final four, and I have Cole Custer going back to back, but winning more races this time. Um, I think he will beat Justin Allgaier right at the very end again, because he's Justin Allgaier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Cole Custer goes back to back in a more convincing way this year, kind of like a Tyler Reddick 2018 2019 way. Yeah. That's- uh, uh, Jesse, all right, all right, all right. Um, no particular order. I've got AJ, Herbst, Allgaier, and Custer as my championship four. And like Garrow said, Garrow, I I think Cole Custer with Stuart Haas improving goes back to back, wins more races, um, much more improved year, much more um consistent year as well. I think he wins the regular season title too. All right, Bob. With uh, with the, with the, with the back-to-back Custer championships, I have him completely missing the final four. Uh, I have AJ going on a tear in the playoff runs to make it to the final four. I have Creed, Hill, and Mayer. Uh, obviously, at Phoenix, we all know AJ. Even though he goes on a tear, he will not win Phoenix. It's just in his DNA. So I have Sam Mayer winning the title. Uh. Mainly just because I think Creed and Hill are going to be too busy battling themselves, trying to prove themselves who's better. AJ's going to suck. And Mayer's just going to walk right on through and win the championship. I still don't have him winning the race, though. I think I have Custer winning the race in my predictions. So, yeah. Fair. Honestly, very fair. And honestly, I agree with you. I don't think that uh, Mr. Um, Cole Custer will also miss the Final Four next year. I think he's going to have a very good season, but I don't think he's going to clutch up as much as he did the year last year. But um I think finishing fourth with the Austin Hill, I think he's just gonna kinda of be nowhere during Phoenix. I think he makes the final four though for his first career appearance. And um as I said, Sheldon Creed was gonna be my dig- biggest disappointment. Zero wins. I have his teammate Chandler Smith making the final four, finishing third in points. I have, it just can't happen with Jeff Mendering, man. <laughs> I have I I trust Chandler Smith more than I don't trust Jeff Mendering. Um <laughs> 
Riley Herbst, of course, is um, I think he's going to finish second. I've said that three times now because he's been my biggest surprise, my biggest improvement, and now he's in my final four. Second in points, three wins, great season. And my fantasy champions t- uh, is uh, Sam Mayer. I think Sam Mayer's going to have an amazing season. Fair enough. Um, five wins. And I think he's going to be great. I think it's just going to be very, very, Don't very good. So we have two Custer and two Mayer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think both are believable. I mean, yeah. Very believable. I mean, Mayer stepped up huge last season. Obviously, Custer clutched up when he needed to, so. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Cup predictions. So, on to Cup. Come. So, my final four for the Cup Series. I have Joey Logano, because it's an even year. I have Christopher Bell, because I think he's allergic to missing the Final Four in the next gen. I have Kyle Larson, because he's Kyle Larson. And then I have Kyle Busch, the champion. I Kyle think, Busch, the champion? I think Kyle Busch will have like kind of a career resurgence-ish to an extent. And wins the championship. I think he wins four to five races. Um... I think it is a very, very good year for Kyle Busch. I don't think he wins a regular season championship. I think Kyle Larson does. But I think Kyle Busch is just going to be better at Phoenix and uh, and win Phoenix. Fair, Fair. enough. Fair enough, then. All right. Yes, it's my turn. Uh, which yep. I've already made this prediction, but here I have Reddick, Blaney, Bell, and Hamlin. That's my championship four. And obviously, I have Hamlin winning... Winning the championship. I think it's going to be one of these weird years. I think... I just realized I have three Toyotas in there. Anyways. Toyota finally decides to be good at Phoenix. Um, with the new car. And, um... Blaney just somehow makes a magic run. He wins. He wins at Martinsville. Makes it. And then does nothing at Phoenix. And Denny Hamlin at is going to take over as the new king of Phoenix and uh, wins his first cup championship with a win. That there is the boldest prediction so far. Yeah. Yeah. I Uh, I want it to happen, though. My uh, final four is a lot more uh, regular and boring. I'm sorry that I'm vanilla podcast people. Uh, I have Kyle Larson... (laughs) i'm just kidding i have kyle larson danny hamlin i have joy logano making it because it's an even year he has to even if he's the ford's gonna suck like i think they are i have byron being the champion though because i think he's gonna go on a redemption tour i don't think he's gonna win as much because you know i don't think think people are gonna figure out his his restarts things that he just randomly does every once in a while but i think he'll quietly this time just run away with the championship because larson will do his typical larson choke in the playoffs, tries to say, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Byron gets it done this time rather than, you know, miss it and not win it. Fair enough. I I actually have Byron missing the playoffs, but... Missing the playoffs? Not, not playoffs, sorry, the round of eight. Round of eight, final All four. Right. That a, that's uh, a crazy sorry. prediction, Aaron, that Byron, Byron misses the playoffs. Miss, I have Byron barely missing the, the final four. Um, Because, I don't know. We'll see. No, I, felt like I felt like it. I felt like it. I felt like it. I felt like it. Um. Anyways, so um, my final four is kind of basic, kind of not. So uh, I'm just gonna go through it. So um, last place, fourth place. Um, I have Tyler Reddick. I think hey, he's gonna have a very. I, oh, you're gonna hate how this ends. 
Um, so I think Tyler Reddick, but I think his picture is going to cost him the championship. By That's uh, not, not shocking, even a little bit. Michigan not, style, by, Michigan style, or Nashville style. He's going to lose the tire oh, in the oh. turn two. But um, anyways, so yeah, I think Tyler Reddick's going to finish fourth after a pit crew mishap. So I think he's just kind of, kind of be there already. It's not really do much. And then William Byron's going to finish second, but I think by far the best driver the day. But I do think that um, Joey Logano will win, will win Phoenix that year. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my predictions. So. All right. I think, I think uh, that's all we've had to talk about. And I think that that's is it. it. We have been recording for, I think, almost two hours. Two and a half so. hours. Uh, yeah, hours. I, think hey, we're, I think we're about we have two to, hours because we, we went have a little to, bit. We have oh, yeah, we started to... then. I think we need to not talk about as much. <laughs> we need well, to like next what? week. We're our prediction segment is just going to be for Daytona 500. And yeah, it's going to be just the upcoming race. Yeah. We this, this was excited. just a this was just a big first yeah, episode yeah. considering yeah, it's yeah. the start of the year. Yeah, considering yeah. it's the start of the year, it's just considering that we have a lot of news coming out. We talked about Lewis a lot. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, but uh, typically yeah. these episodes are probably going to be around an hour, hour, hour and a half. Hopefully, it, it, wherever something big happens, and we have. Um, a uh, group of people we can do uh, we can do some big stuff but most likely yeah. it's going to be an hour and a half now, we talked about him a little bit in the chat I kind of want to get Gavin on the podcast yeah um, we, should, we definitely should that'd be a great podcast because um, Gavin is a friend of ours who is a spotter in ARCA and, uh, and designer he's also yeah designer. he's watching on the ARCA race with the 50 fucking drivers <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be oh god, that's going to be great. But I do want to yeah. I would love to get Gavin on the podcast. We can get some more guests. Um maybe some drivers eventually. Um okay. uh, not Todd if you're listening. I, I wasn't going to say any God, please. please. I wasn't going to say any names. But um yeah, so like hopefully we can get some drivers on. Hopefully we can get um some people in the sport on but that'll come with time whenever we grow a little bit more. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, thank you all so much for listening to the first episode. Uh, it's been a very good joy. We kind of tried to start this a couple years ago, but that kind of died because of, uh, reasons. So we've restarted it and we're hopefully trying to get this expanded more. And, uh, hopefully we, um, make this a big thing and hopefully we can bring you all good content. Wherever the time comes, which I hope you all enjoy this podcast. What white people start a podcast part ninety five? <laughs> like nine million. Yeah, and, and you can you yeah, can also right and white people start a racing podcast part mm-hmm. a million. It's, it's a, a million. Lot. No, but uh, thank you all so much for listening. Um, uh, please let us know. Tweet us. Um, follow us on Twitter. I think it's at the Restart Zone Pod. Oh, sorry. Follow us on X at the Restart Zone Pod. Um, no. Ew. I have to be correct, all right? I have to uh, be. I'm, I have to be correct. Follow us on X. It's Twitter, but follow us on X on at the Restart Zone Pod. Uh, follow our personal Twitters. I'm at Nexus Combat. Arrow is at AR Design. Bob is at Robert Yates. And uh, Jesse at, is... Is at JesseJJJ1025. There you go, because he's it has to be special for something. He thinks he's good. He thinks he's good. But uh, <laughs> all right, um, uh, thank you all so much for watching or listening.
damn it. But I was doing so good. <laughs> Dang it. Anyways, uh, you thank you. I missed up so it's twelve oh five. We know work. It's worse. It ended. All right. Thank you all so much for watching. Have a good night. This is Next Combat signing out. Peace out. Papa boy. He did it again. He's I did it again. <laughs>